0: Hello and welcome to PFF Fantasy Football Podcast, another Football Guys Live Draft edition. I'm Ian Hart. It's here alongside me, Dwayne McFarland, and we are already on the clock. Got the 101. Dwayne, hello, and who are we taking?
1: Uh, do you want to do the pleasure, Ian? I mean, technically, you've been leading this charge, so if you want to grab the mouse and hover over Christian McCaffrey, he's already in the queue, Yeah, I'll let you do the honors.
0: Oh, that felt good. I mean, <laughs> that felt so good off the board at 101 Mr. Christian McCaffrey. I will say I am not while I am team Christian McCaffrey full PPR 101. I'm not going to call anyone like my dear friend Dwayne here completely out of bounds. If they want to take Jonathan Taylor, well I'm,
1: I'm I'm probably going to move CMC to 1 at this point just after what we saw out of Hines and there's just a chance the Colts potentially throw the ball more. I just uh, I think I'm just at the point where I'm going to put CMC at 101.
0: Again, though, if you have McCaffrey or Jonathan Taylor, you're feeling pretty freaking good. And the fact that this one, you know, it is a pretty important selection, I guess. It's like the first overall pick of the NFL draft. But you know how it is, Dwayne. Every time we go on a radio show or something like that, like, you know, you're going to get asked about McCaffrey Taylor. <laughs> and every time you say McCaffrey, the host is just like, are you kidding me? He's going to stay healthy. So we've been through that uh, plenty of times. But after McCaffrey, Jonathan Taylor, Austin Eckler, Justin Jefferson off the board, Definitely with you now on Najee JJ one. Whoa. Whoa. That's strange. That's strange, Dwayne, but I like it because we already got <laughs> McCaffrey. So who cares? We don't care. That's what, are we, sure. what are we drinking tonight, Dwayne?
1: I, I'm probably gonna have to go grab something. I was just kind of rushing to get in here. I just took a, just took a shower. <laughs> I was like trying to make sure I had the damn sheet and it's not even fully updated. We're have to keep an eye on our sheet. I haven't updated it with all my latest ranks. Like, so, it should still be pretty close so if you see something looks out of whack you're just like dude what the hell
0: <laughs> dwayne and i have this is our third podcast we have recorded to get today together one of those days where you know we see more of each other than our own families which <laughs> sounds kind of sad when i say it out loud but we have a good time man so it is what it it's is. quite
1: a few days but yeah we have a good time but hey right. look if you go work in an office anywhere you just see all your co-workers more like than point. your family so it's it's we at least we're getting to talk about football
0: that's true that is true i'm drinking lovely wolf Pup session ipa from golden road brewery it's got a little dog howling on it which man if if you're an alcohol brand and you have like a dog on it there's a very good chance i'm gonna buy you if it's like even somewhat good so with that you know super important information out of the way Dwayne, did you see i think there, there actually was some news i hit in a couple like an hour ago am i crazy
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I've missed it. If I, if it did, I I totally unplugged from work for about an hour and a half.
0: That's, that's a good for your mental health for sure. But in the days of uh, notifications, one of those things, I might actually just be crazy. Oh, okay. I guess we saw it briefly on the, uh, on the podcast. Yeah. Kenneth Walker underwent surgery. Oh, yeah, I did see that one. To repair yeah. a hernia. This is from Ian Rapport. Kenneth Walker underwent surgery to repair a hernia, not what is sometimes called a sports hernia or core muscle injury, and he's expecting to make a full recovery. The plan for him to be out is for to be out there week one, if all goes well. Dr. Jesse Morris responded, so he either had a abdominal – I don't know. It's He had some surgery. That's not a sports hernia. Maybe he's back week one. Maybe he's not. We can't trust the Seahawks. We'll see. I did bump, I did bump him down in the rankings. I still have Walker one spot ahead of Rashad Penny though, because honestly, Dwayne, it's just the potential keeper value, and I think that ultimately at the at the end of the day, man, I understand at one point in time Penny played over Chris Carson, but like when you go out there, you draft the guy in round two. We gotta take Walker over Penny, yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah well no i'm taking penny over walker sorry uh what
0: but uh, yeah
1: yeah i I moved him ahead i mean look he's technically over walker now and now we've got the injury but i have them right next to each other like even still like right here i've got like rashad penny
0: at uh 35 i've got walker at 37 okay I have them literally right next to each other, but pretty much that same area. I do see you have Damian Pierce, RB thirty six, Dwayne. I have him on the up and up as well. Damian Pierce ahead of certain guys like Kenneth Walker, Melvin Gordon, even Ramondre Stevenson. Big, uh, big moves, man. Big moves. Yeah. How do
1: I? Sorry, this is totally off. This is terrible. I'm... How do I group columns like over here? Like I'm so used to Excel. Like, if I just want to, I just, whatever, I'll just hide it.
0: That's, fine. oh, it's a Google so. Sheet this time. Yeah. I hate yeah. trying to do it. I've
1: been using Google Sheets because sheet. it's, because it just updates better when we're doing the show. Like, Excel has the feature to do that, but it does, it like, you know, you have to be refreshing on your end. So it's a pain. And the so, short, yeah, the doing
0: shortcuts this. All right. yeah, so Ele- boom.
1: There we go. Sorry.
0: Electric starts at this one. Apologies <laughs> to everyone. But I'm very. Yeah, excited. back to Damian Pierce. <laughs>
1: Come on, Barkley went off the board to a DeAndre Swift
0: Barkley turn. You're seeing that more and more often. So I'm just going to but I spent like an hour and a half, I guess Dwayne, Dwayne unplugged. I updated my ranks, So built different. Some might say, I, I, I know you're going to be up till like 3am uh, doing the same thing, Dwayne, but here are my notes. I had down, you know, after podcasting with Dwayne, after going through all the preseason stuff about what exactly I wanted to do. Uh, I wrote, this is in terms of rankings, not real life, but kill Ronald Jones and Gus Edwards, Pirine over Chris Evans, Naeem Hines up, Madison up, Herbert up, Antonio Gibson down, Brian Robinson up, Elijah Mitchell down, TDP down, Sermon Wilson up, Penny and Walker down a tad, Carter up a tad, Shab White down, Damian Pierce up, Samir White up a little bit, Stevenson next to Dame. Get Ty Montgomery in there, Haskins down, Algier down, Wandeo up, Paris up, McKenzie up, Juju up. You hear that, Dwayne? I moved Juju up my ranks today. Look at me being you know objectively trying to be objectively better at my job mbs up me down Fant down albert o down apologies but we already did that whole shtick the joku ingram up got daniel bellinger up as well rsa down and kenny galladay down a tad we didn't really have any more news on kenny galladay but maybe i'm letting just seeing him play football again impact me too much Dwayne. but it, it really is underwhelming out there there's no other way to put it yeah i mean i
1: for me, with Juju, like I've kind of been there a little bit longer, but it definitely not him. I'm talking about Kenny Galladay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. But, <laughs> I mean, he was at least out there. I, I do wonder, like sometimes it's like, OK, around 14. Like, I mean, like, like I've seen him. Dude, I was in that, uh, you know, out of the Kings Classic in the snake draft. And Drew Davenport and Brian Drake had a bet going, like on the over-under on Kenny Galladay, because he just kept falling. What was funny is they neither one would take them because they were trying to win their bet. So they just (laughs) let him keep falling by. Uh, But I think the over-under was 14, and it was under. Drake lost. So um,
0: Drew, Drew won the bet. Hell yeah. I've taken him plenty of times when he just keeps falling and falling. So I'm not completely out on it. But hey, when he keeps falling, it's probably time to move him down your own ranks.
1: So two picks away. Kyle Pitts, Javante, Alvin Kamara, all players that I really wanted just went off the board. Um, Debo's so, falling. Yeah.
0: Just, ah! yeah. yeah. I, I, would, I would
1: have taken Debo there. That's okay. So they're pretty much they, they've taken the value, like the things that you would hope would fall to you. Um, we've still got Leonard Fournette on the board. We've got Leonard Fournette just went off the board. <laughs> <sighs> that's okay.
0: That's okay. We got T Higgins who is my favorite yeah, wide receiver. We right got here.
1: T. We got Tyreek Hill. Um those I, mean, are I my... think we can I think we can turn to receivers here. Um we're I'm team
0: Ty- we're team Tyreek over Mike Evans. Uh
1: I am. Yeah, I am.
0: I think that's fair. Let me get those rankings up that I was just talking about. Out of principle, we'll take T. Higgins first. Absolutely taking T. I'm fine with it. I think Tyreek probably should go ahead of Mike. Hook, yeah, I, it's I, I not, think so i really... got the
1: target competition with Brady. It's just, yeah, it's it's still close. Like, you know, I've got them two apart. So, yeah. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and take T here. You good with
0: that one? I, okay. Nice. I have Tyreek Hill, T. Higgins, Mike Evans in that order. So perfect. Yeah. All right. All right. So we'll, we've got T
1: and now we're going to go ahead and take Tyreek Hill. You're, you're good on it.
0: Yes. I, I'm I'm not only good on it, Dwayne, I actually love it. And I feel All like right. we let, we, we lit a bit of a fire under Tyreek's ass by taking T Higgins ahead of him. So, <laughs> you know, we got, we got a lot going for the squad early on CMC Higgins, Tyreek start Dwayne. We've done running back, running back, running back and wide receiver times three three uh, draft analysis pods so far. Do you have any plans of writing one for like a mix or like a maybe just like a superhero? Well yeah, I feel like we kind of
1: already Those are basically like if you Yeah, I guess I could. Like I you know, those are kind of like if you go read my quarterback strategy, running back, wide receiver, tight end, like every one of them are going to tell you like my preferred build is one quarterback and one receiver in the first two rounds or one quarterback, one tight end. Um and so You mean,
0: you mean one running back? Uh, Yeah. yeah, One quarterback.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Super flex. No one (laughs) running back, one wide receiver or one running back, one tight end. So, um, guy behind us, he's going bully. He's going with, he's going with the triple RB, triple X RB, uh, with Jonathan Taylor.
0: Hopefully he didn't didn't listen to our podcast, but you never can tell Uh, who is showing us Dwayne. The, we had a freaking a a team get drafted that was like 80 percent of what we did i felt like uh in one of our football guys drafts it was pretty funny it was just yeah yeah it was uh it was that typical you know get one one running back in the first three rounds and go from there i'm happy we went through i've honestly had a
1: ton of them sent to me um i had a ton of people send me screenshots of like some of the of the builds and just buddies that like will text it to me that you know and every time they send me one i'm like I love it. Like, I love the draft. Like part of me is like, okay, I'm just going to shut up now. I'm not sharing anything else with you guys because I will say, historically, I've never done this. I've never shared this much. And so I would see p- other people's draft boards and I'd be like, yeah, it's, it's nice. But then I would look at my draft board and be like, Oh, I love it. You remember the old ESPN commercial where you would go on, The guy would go into the bar and he had his knowledge sitting next to him. The big fur, one. the fur ball. Oh my god! You gotta go look it up. Right. And like you know, these guys would be talking about football or whatever, and this guy would be like, "Look at my knowledge!" And he's petting it. <laughs> that's how I felt about my draft strategy versus other people. And not that it was always right. There's been years where my draft strategy, you know, the things that I was trying to do
0: didn't work out as well.
1: Uh, but there's also been a lot of
0: really good years too. So and that happens. We dust, dust ourselves up, off, off, pick ourselves up, get back to grind and film. Kyle Pitts went in the middle of round two. I thought that was pretty surprising. A little, little steep for me there. Let's see. Overall. Not in
1: tight end premium, it's not.
0: Oh, that's a good point. I got <laughs> it. Ta- sorry. If
1: Kyle Pitts would have gotten to us, I would have like somehow landed in Cincinnati within two seconds and broke both of your arms and hit draft.
0: <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yeah, you're right. That's my bad.
1: <laughs> it's okay it's been a long day man
0: we were uh yeah that's true we were talking about it uh earlier we were talking about taking cow pits in non-tight end premium leagues in the third round i think that's uh even you know can be a controversial strategy depending on who you're talking to but yes tight end premium does change the game just a bit round four gonna be if we if we get back to get a waller or kittle back to us we're smashing like, is, is absolutely that where, that, yeah,
1: that's you, the hope is that right. we get one of those if we do not get one of those, uh, we will pass on tight end and we will consider Mr. Goddard at the end of the next round, since it is oh, tight yes. end premium. It's all um, but then if we don't get that, then basically this will be one of the teams where we're punting kind of at tight end, you know, um, and, com- and look, here's what I'll say, man. I'm, I- I'm a little less comfortable now because Albert O used to kind of be the guy, right. That I was like, oh. oh, well, and we're probably that guy, we got a double up already with Mark Andrews and Waller. So there's no way Kittle's coming back uh, with both going off. So
0: Albert, with, o with is, somebody doubling up. Albert O is not dead to us, but it's certainly not looking, but
1: good. yeah, you can't, it can't be part, it can't be a central part of your strategy before in the year. Like when I would miss, I would just make sure I would do whatever I had to do to get Albert O and Irv Smith and be like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to double barrel it. And you know, if it means I got to do it in round 10 and 11 in this format, I was willing to do it. Um, But I'm not now. Like, there's no way I'm spending a 10th round pick on Albert O with the way I feel right now. And even if I did, like, I don't feel, you know, I'm going to feel naked week one, right. Putting him in a lineup. I just have no clue. what's Now it could still be good. Like it's in his range of outcomes that we're like, Oh man, we just overthought all that. Albert O is awesome. You know, Greg Dulcich played five percent. You know, there's a lot of ways it could go, but I feel like we've got enough data points between them using a run blocking tight end, which we knew was a concern with a new coaching staff, the bad buzz around him at camp, um, the fact that they did draft Dulcich. Um, you know, and it's just like at this point, there's just multiple things, in, in my opinion. And so the talent profile is still good, but it's kind of all we have now. You know, and that game the other night, he was only out there for thirty percent of the routes. Like that's
0: bad. So there goes Kittle. Hey, Dwayne, how about this, though? What if we bumped Dawson Knox into that 1C tier? We have a player, in a great offense, that was pretty damn good last year. Maybe he doesn't have the same gaudy efficiency metrics, but I think we've seen Dawson Knox long enough to believe he's actually a pretty good tight end. He was playing with a broken hand, I believe, for the second half of last season. He's out there on the field pretty much all the time. I'm increasingly not worried about O.J. Howard, and I will say... Look at that, that- start on the end, dude swift barkley etn that is hot he's gonna mess it up by he's gonna mess it up by end of the draft don't worry but i was talking to uh liam murphy last week the uh winner of the best ball well he's game. also
1: liam is a he's a he bills is a bills, bills
0: fan he is a bills over nobody talked about how he uh he missed out on knox last year and he loved him the first two years and he, he said he doesn't want to miss out on him again this year and he says he's like just pretty much pumped oh, that team 12 knox already through higher. like knox could be Dalton schultz If Knox does this shit again, man, he's going to be like a tier one, tier one B tight end. Yeah. He just doesn't,
1: he doesn't meet the things I want to be a one C I'm fine with him being at the top of my two a right. He's still tight end 10,
0: but in tight end premium, let's, I would rather take Knox in like round seven than.
1: Yeah, that's fine. But you're just not moving him up a tier. Then all you're doing is just adjusting for your scoring format. Like I, I mean, I kind of have rules for like why I would put someone in a tier. Um, but at the end of the day, like he's one spot below, maybe he should be,
0: maybe should be his own tier then, because I guess my point is because of everything we just said about Alberto, because
1: yeah, he probably is his own tier at this point. I think you could still leave Irv Smith in there. I mean, we'd rather Irv Smith not be hurt right now, but I I think you could leave Irv Smith
0: in there. And it's just those two. Okay. I'm cool with that. That's what we call compromise. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) Dalton Schultz at the round four turn. See, this is again, it's not, there goes
1: Hawkinson. I love this. This is good. We need them to do this. Stay on it. Like I'm fine. Take Goddard too. Like grab them all.
0: Yeah. At this rate, we'll get freaking Mike Williams.
1: Yeah, freaking Cortland Sutton.
0: Yeah, we're not taking Goddard this early. That's no. That's letting the draft. No, no, no. That yeah,
1: that's 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 playing into what you know. You're 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 letting the advantage your opponents are giving you just fly right by you. Yeah. If you do that. To be honest. And here's the thing. I have no idea where to take Mike Thomas. I'm really tempted just to, fr- I need to move Mike Thomas up again.
0: <laughs> I have him and Goblin top 20. Like, let's, well, I,
1: ha- let's, I, ha- let's I have Thomas. Show.
0: Look at it. Who i have Thomas
1: 23 right now. You well, know, we're going 20- to, ta-
0: you know, 20- we're going to draft Michael Thomas over Deontay Johnson. Like, let's call a spade a spade.
1: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we are.
0: So, yeah, he's top 20. And Thomas versus Goblin is a great question. Probably Thomas because we bl- have reason to believe he's healthier right now.
1: Yeah, I really want these people's
0: uh to leave the uh ah, come on, man. Mike. I know. Keenan's already gone too. Yeah, you got him. Uh Mike Williams is the one guy I for a second in the summer, like I was lower on him because he, he an underdog he's been, you know, borderline wide receiver one. Now I look at these home league kind of like consensus ADPs and people are just are not buying the Mike Williams stuff if he's going to consistently be there man round five no joke. some of these ADPs my goodness sprint sprint to the podium and take him there because like we saw it last year he finished what, wide receiver 16 PPR per game and then he was a uh, top 12 overall him and Keenan so they added nobody to that passing game. That's going to take anything away from him. I mean, just if you don't trust Mike Williams, trust Justin Herbert, because they just gave Mike Williams 20 million bucks per year. He is going to be out there. String of uh wide receivers go right as we were starting to get hyped.
1: Yeah. It's kind of everything that like was falling, just kind of caught up, Um yeah. but it's okay. That's okay. There goes Deontay. That's fine. Um, we, I, I definitely think the move here, um, I, I like Brees Hall. I know the conversation we have with Waldman, but I'm still fine with a 50-50 uh, with, with the profile you're getting um, for Brees Hall. But I'm good with the receivers. Um,
0: I'd almost rather out Cam Akers over Brees Hall.
1: Oh, no way. Come at on, least, man. At least we have a chance <laughs> at getting a workhorse back. We're just going receiver-receiver. I, I, I would rather have Brees Hall than Cam Akers.
0: Akers is in a way better offense with a way higher touch ceiling.
1: I don't know that his touch ceiling is really higher. I think Brees Hall's touch ceiling is higher. I think the touchdown, if you want to add a down after the word touch, I would agree that it's higher for Cam Akers.
0: We've never um, seen Brees Hall's coach feature a running back. Now it's been one year, but
1: Yeah, it's it's well, he's that Shanahan tree and he's only been with the Shanahans for like these last few years where they haven't done it, you know. Before
0: um, that he was actually a McVay guy, right? Uh
1: yeah. No, no, no yeah. Yeah. yeah cause uh yeah. you're talking about Mike LaFleur. Right yeah
0: yeah so so there goes so, waddle so, 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 which is actually and justin gonna, herbert a relief cause. so the so the exact argument i'm trying to use against you if we go back like an extra year can now be used against me great day to be great uh i don't i, I want i almost wouldn't mind two wide receivers man we got mccaffrey if there's ever a time to go hero rb it's with christian freaking mccaffrey
1: yeah i agree uh, the other thing is like again working the queue and leaving room like it's almost like, do we just let Thomas go by and give us a chance like that Thomas comes back? Right.
0: Is he that far down?
1: Yeah, he's pretty far down there. So I already know Terry McLaurin is an auto smash for you. Um and, and I'm good with it. I like getting Terry McLaurin on a yep. team. So I think McLaurin is easily pick one. In my opinion, Marquise Brown is next. Um I think I love Brees Hall here. Like I I, I, I mean, it's still the profile that I want. Let me see. And I would draft. If, if you weren't drafting with me, I would. I would have already drafted Brees Hall. Like he would already be on my team. He goes average pick
0: 38. It's really hard to get him
1: here. You know, as well. It's hard to get Brees Hall to slide back to the turn.
0: I have. Oh, my gosh. Do I really? I have Brees Hall and Marquis Brown right next to each other. So, you know what, Dwayne? I think you're so smart So, Terry guy.
1: McLaurin, right, is on let's one take, of the. Let's,
0: yeah. Let's take Brees Hall and Terry McLaurin. That's fine.
1: All right. So, we'll take Terry McLaurin. Done. The only thing with Brees that I will agree on, man, is I feel just as fine, to be honest, drafting Chase Edmonds later. And that's the realization I'm coming to, right? And so like just trying to talk through both sides of this. It is tough to get Brees Hall here.
0: I um, still I still disagree with you on Acres, but Acres already went. So I'm fine. I'm fine getting Brees, because to your point, there is a chance that one of Thomas or Goblin, or maybe even both, man. Who knows? End up falling back to us uh round six, round seven. So that that's fine with me. And marquise brown someone
1: marquise brown is like hit all the major metrics like we want like you know and people just don't yeah. want to give him any credit people are like oh i love targets per route run except when i talk about marquise brown you know <laughs>
0: I, I guess i guess my thing with marquise just like you said you feel fine with chase i feel fine getting rondale late like i feel like that's good for my all right let's take hall Boom. yeah yes
1: all right. It's good to talk through it. Like sometimes I, like if I'm just drafting by myself, I love to keep pressure on the drafters around me and like just pound the button. But I feel <laughs> like when we're talking through this kind of stuff, um, you know, and, and we're trying to, you know, be informative, you know, to an, hopefully we're being informative to an audience. You guys may look at some of this and be like, what a, you know, a couple of idiots, but, um, <laughs> I, I like talking through the stuff. I think it's good, you know, for, um, for the listeners. So
0: Bryce Hall, look, he does have what's funny is if
1: either, either one of us there would have just brought up the word Amon Ross st brown we would have just clicked him <laughs>
0: <laughs> this no it's, it's okay look Brees hall is the we'll see us again twin let's see we're at we're at pick two of the fifth round w- where do you think David montgomery goes do you think he goes in the fifth round
1: i hope so we need the running backs to go now that Brees hall went and pushed us a receiver but back these
0: are the hit. this is when we don't want a running back so this exactly. is perfect we don't
1: want any of these we, you, you got to wait And then honestly, you could be in a spot where you're like, "Well, crap. Do I reach? Do I need to go ahead and reach for you know Chase Edmonds?" Here's the cool thing with with Brees Hall: we can still draft Chase Edmonds. Like we can play two of these guys.
0: Hold on. Hold on. Montgomery just went right after I said that. By the way, though, Team Two, who originally was looking, oh god, we're
1: we're in the room with the same guy again.
0: The D went the same guy. The dude went Jonathan Taylor, Leonard Fournette, Nick Chubb, Cam Akers, David Montgomery, five RBs to start. Is I this got, guy, I'm looking
1: it up on Twitter. I got to this, find this. What's this guy's name? This is his 6013, though. His name is Ronnie. Well, I'm, we're not going to say it because we, we don't get, give away players' names here. But if you guys are watching the stream, you're going to see it anyway. But – uh, Ronnie, Mac- anyway, I was, I was about to say his name again. I'm a freaking moron. Do you think but that, remember the draft where we, he, we saw a guy and it's his strategy. He takes like eight backs and his assumption is if he can be playing four backs at any moment, at any time in the year, like what we talk about on the triple RB strategy show, just like the top three uh, you know, finishers for the season, the upside is that it's like most likely going to be backs. On your weekly scoring, it's most likely going to be backs, the biggest outcomes. So if you can be starting two backs and you can be flexing two, and what he's doing is saying he's going to have so many that no matter what, every week he's going to be flexing two running backs and trying to basically like just punch you in the face. <laughs> and apparently, I haven't gone to study his rosters, but apparently he did this last year, and he got a couple teams into the top 50 now. I don't know how many teams he drafted. If he drafted 150 teams and he got two teams in the top 150, that's not great. I mean, I drafted freaking 20 teams and had two teams in the top 150, but if, if that's the case, like, and maybe he had way more up there. like, uh, I don't know. I mean, look, I, I get where he's coming from. Like I yeah. could see how, I could see how it could work, but things definitely have to break your way. I thought the last draft, he just waited too, way too long to go ahead and hit the receivers.
0: Yeah. Like, let's see if if he, if he has these five and that's what he's running to the bank with. Okay. if, We're still having this conversation again in round eight, and we don't have a wide receiver off the board. I might be uh, asking some more questions. Dallas Goddard finally goes in the middle of round five, right after A.J. Dillon as the RB. And that's early. He's normally a round six pick here. It's okay. Um, Coming back around. I'm trying to find this guy. You keep going. If we can get Zach Ertz or Dawson Knox at the round six, round seven turn, we are going to take advantage of that. Yes, one
1: uh at the at round six seven no i don't want no six seven well we'll have to see what's here no man my gut is we're about we're going to be staring at like i'm not taking dawson knox over elijah moore like for example like the upside of elijah moore like just such a great player um, okay i mean we have to see what's here we, I, we might take another one of these backs like you know we might take you know a chase edmonds like i think he has more upside than dawson knox um, his, you
0: know, his adp is at 93 so we, we actually have a chance okay
1: yeah, I think we have a chance for round eight. Uh, fine. nine.
0: What about uh, Ertz? No. You're not
1: going to let me search for this name. I'm not as good as at multi. Who,
0: who gives they a shit receive. about the guy's name? I, don't I just care. want to see. Want we're past, past it. <laughs> we uh, can't fine. even tell the people. Well,
1: fine. No, I, I wanted to see. I want to see if it's the same player. That's my point. I want to know if uh, we're drafting next to the guy that's going to do this the whole time. Doesn't matter. Whatever. Here goes. Uh, all right. I need to be marking people off the queue. That's a more important job. Uh, sorry. About, you asked about me about Ertz.
0: This has been surprising me. Uh, I'm, I'm past 30. Jerry Judy's ADP doesn't <laughs> seem to be changing much, man.
1: No, it's not changing enough. It's stupid. Like I had him, I had him in our queue. I hit him in our queue in our last pick. Like I like Judy.
0: I do too. Oh, now hurts. this is
1: awesome, man. Not, These guys,
0: Now that Tim Patrick's out of the picture. It's like, let's go. It's like people are being rewarded for just, early, I guess, early drafters. I don't know.
1: See, I'm... this is the thing. Like if you're, you're, you're playing down here, right. In this uh, tight end premium. And I, and I get it. Like, so you want to take advantage of the scoring system, but taking Zach Ertz there is it's stupid. Like the upside of Zach Ertz is there's not, there's not one like some of the receivers that you're passing, you know, that, that's a problem. Yeah. He, that's what I mean. He already has Kittle. So he's now taken two running uh, two tight ends plus a quarterback. Right. Um, so not a big fan of, of team 11 of of their build.
0: <laughs> Great name. All right. right. I'm
1: Yeah, it is a, a good, it is a good name.
0: We're hoping some of these wide receivers fall.
1: Juju's still sitting there. Hey. Yeah, I'm not getting my hopes way too up here on these receivers. I see Alan Lazard. I'm going to skip over that.
0: I moved Juju up behind.
1: Yes, there goes Josh Jacobs. That's what we need.
0: I moved Juju one spot ahead of Darnell Mooney today. That's how kind I was. I would still take Rashad Bateman ahead of him, though.
1: Yeah. I think
0: that's fine. As would Dwayne Josh Jacobs off the board again. This is, this is the RB dead zone that we are directly dealing with right now. Elijah Mitchell still up there. Clyde Burks is going to go soon. If anything, Dwayne, see. Hey, I I was
1: I was researching these ADPs since the last time I wrote my quarterback article because I update the ADPs. You know, when I did the for the strategy article, yeah. Put it in, put the new context in there. So since I wrote that, and we originally did that, um. I have no clue if we had anything to do with it. Like I, I, I hope, I hope we did. Um, but Kyler Murray over here on the FFPC has moved up, uh, 11 draft spots. So that was almost a month ago when we did that. And Jalen hurts has moved up around nice in this format where people were taking them before in rounds eight and nine. Now they're going in round seven.
0: I don't know if we do shit, but I like to think, that I don't people...
1: know either, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like to think the folks listening to us are, well, even if we
1: didn't do it, like, you know, the thought process, I, f- I feel good about where we were. We were ahead of oh, the yeah. thought process. You know what I mean? I got you there.
0: Yeah. And that was, uh, I think we've had a lot of those. Yeah. I mean,
1: this is good. Elijah Mitchell. We need all these crappy backs that we don't want to go off the board.
0: That's what kills me sometimes about the serial. Victory. <sighs> Chris Godwin. That's what kills me about the serial victory lappers in our industry. Sometimes like, how do you even remember all this shit you said? I mean, we're just always moving kind of on to the, on the next thing, man. We get that went on Sunday and we're. We're looking ahead yeah's time week it's already. time to adapt to the new world like I'm kind of surprised like i figured
1: like with all of the uh buzz around juju after that game that he might move up a little bit he didn't so we definitely have uh we're
0: such a we are such a ner- nerd society now that juju's like you know arrow up like you know up the ranks in a preseason game where he wasn't even targeted i understand why but it's just kind of it's it's we're getting smarter you know
1: we have a rotoviz team at P- at pick six for certain it's that or it's uh the the ship chasing guys cooper cup kyle pitts aj brown dj moore rashad bateman juju smith schuster i have no doubt in my mind they're either pod they're in this with us and they're doing a pod right now
0: well we'll see who has the. oh yeah they're going full zero rb Mm -hmm. there's no doubt all right well good for them good people
1: there goes dawson knox i have one name and one name only and it just went off the damn board there's another similar one yeah that hurts. Yeah, hey, but we, we made the right play. We we let it go. Um, you know, to see if we could get it to come back, right? It doesn't always work.
0: So all right. Let's get uh
1: round six Pollard
0: again. Let's get Lamar freaking Jackson or Kyler. We've got,
1: we've got Kyler sitting there. I think
0: I'm fine taking Kyler.
1: Yeah, I see Kyler and Thielen. I like Thielen. it's like you what you say sticks with me I'm like we're going to get to week one and we're going to be talking about our rankings on the damn show yeah and it's gonna be <laughs> uh yeah we got uh, Adam Thielen at wide receiver 21 <laughs> you know and then after week one the next week we're yeah we got we got Adam Thielen at wide receiver 10. Now think- five weeks later it may be uh well Adam Thielen's hurt but <laughs> all I can think about right now is that week one.
0: What do you think about Thielen versus Hopkins because we have Kyler? Do we care that little about no, stacking him? I, 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 think you st-
1: I think you just see maybe if you get lucky on Hopkins. Um, I think the six games is enough to swing me to Thielen. What, what about you?
0: I am right next to each other. I have Hopkins one spot ahead in the rankings. I would say we already I, have. I like, I, like, I like Thielen personally. Yeah. I'm just saying we do have Higgins, Hill, and McLaurin. Is Thielen even going to be starting for us? Yeah, we're we're yeah. gonna
1: start four receivers. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think it's Thielen and Kyler here. Uh um, would be let's my do thought. let's do it. All right, so let's take Adam Thielen.
0: And go ahead and grab Kyler Murray. Done. Thielen wide receiver 33. We will take we will take that value. Okay. So through through seven rounds, we got Christian McCaffrey, Brees Hall in the backfield, then T Higgins, Tyree Kill, Terry McLaurin, Adam Thielen at wide receiver kyle murray leading the way how you feeling Juan?
1: i feel good and, and you know we're not getting some of the smash players that we liked at the other end where we couldn't believe like the value falling to us yeah. but we're structurally building a team i believe in the right way based on the way we know that the board falls we know where the value is um and i think we're just executing our plan to it right i mean we're taking players out of the tiers that we like we're pretty much going you know right off of our board to be honest on this draft um We've had some good conversations right around Brees Hall, just had a good conversation around um, DeAndre Hopkins. I agree. Those those were the names, you know, to be discussing. Mm-hmm. Um, so but, but Hopkins does, you know, every once in a while you get in a draft where Hopkins falls, too. So, you know, he, he's not going to fall all the way back to us here, but yeah. we, we can see how things go.
0: It's definitely a close one. I used to have Michael Thomas ride right around those guys, too. And then once he got off the pup and just one kind of glowing report after the other about how good he's been looking out there, just just not even good, like healthy, just him being healthy enough was enough to get me back into Michael Thomas business. I mean, just man, three picks away that, that right, if we were got Michael Thomas over around Thielen, we'd be freaking. Uh, yeah, I'd be, I'd be, be grabbing the champagne. I'd be like, and Team road.
1: Four is a really good build so far. Justin Jefferson, Alvin Kamara, Mike Mike Evans, Jalen Waddle, Marquise Brown, Michael Thomas. Um, I like that team.
0: Yeah, I like that team as well. We got some. We got some. Competition. I like Team Four.
1: I like Team Six. I like Team One, which obviously is us. <laughs> um, you know, look at look at. I mean, look at Team Nine. You know, Edmonds. I mean, sorry, Chase Andrews, Waller, Sutton, Gabe Davis, Elijah Moore. Like, so they're gonna flex a tight end. You've got three teams in here essentially kind of on the same plan, you know, around the receivers. Um yeah, we we need some of these other teams here uh to take some of these running backs we don't want them to get. <laughs> I missed there goes Ramondre Stevenson, round yeah, 7. Yeah. Got to do it. Chase I, Edmonds to to team 4. See, Chase Edmonds man has moved up like a round. Um it's another player that, you know, we were on way earlier. Um but like now he's getting – he's not priced up. Like He's still fine as like a round seven pick. But like it's a perfect player for that team. Justin Jefferson, Camara, Mike Evans, Jalen Waddle, Marquise Brown, Michael Thomas, and now Chase Edmonds. Like I, I love that. I love that start. Chase
0: Edmonds over Clyde, though? That seems interesting to me. Like, yeah, Chase, I get it. Uh, Chase Edmonds yeah. is fine, but come on.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I understand that, too. It's just people just know Clyde's not explosive. And so they're just out on him. <laughs> they're just like, you know, Hey, I don't want, you know, a dude that runs like a turtle. Yeah. But look what at we, that uh, team six coming back. And look, I don't like that. Like at that we were point. just trying to build out an advantage, right? Getting Murray. I think they've got a good build already. And now they come back and they get Jalen hurts. So that's, they're, they're drafting really well. Uh, and out of the six hole, like I love drafting from the middle where you can just pick off the value. You can keep the runs from coming at you. um, you know, you, you're never really in a position where you're just like, oh my God, I was left out to dry. And we're going to have to be careful with tight end. Yeah. Like now if we get, you know, something, uh, and I mean, Knox is already gone. That's the problem now. It's like, who do we like?
0: Najoku. A little bit.
1: Yeah. I mean, probably I, not this early so, Yeah, we don't have to take him this early.
0: I mean, if we have to wait, 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 man. I know it's premium, but let's say we... We take our first tight end like, like when do you think? What if we took like three or four? I mean, let's say we took three. If we got like Gerald Everett, Hayden Hurst, and like Tyler Higby or something late, like wouldn't I'd be?
1: These guys we, are all doing the same thing. Look, Trey Lance now to the to the other team without a running back.
0: But if we took those guys. If we took three later tight ends, wouldn't that be better than trying to reach on one of these more mid guys? Because again, you have it two A, two B, two C, two D, two E. Like you feel you don't I I did a similar classic.
1: It got to a point where I just waited.
0: So I refuse to take freaking one of these mid tight end twos like ridiculously ahead of me.
1: I'm with you. But these other teams, like you know, we talked about this last week or, or earlier this week when we did the triple wide receiver pod, right? And the strategy. Where these guys are doing a great job is they're not panicking. They started Cooper Cup, Kyle Pitts, A.J. Brown, D.J. Moore, Rashad Bateman. At that point, you've got all your flexes filled with receivers. Come back, grab Juju to stay strong at wide receiver rather than reaching on a running back. Then come back in round seven, you grab Jalen Hurts rather than grabbing a running back that you don't want to draft. So structurally, like really love like what those teams are doing. Team nine did the same thing. Jamar Chase, Mark Andrews, Darren Waller, in a tight end premium. You got the two tight ends. You get Cortland Sutton, Gabe Davis, Elijah Moore. Not going to jack around and wait for round nine. They just went ahead and took Trey Lance. Honestly, there, I would not have taken. I like it. I would have taken Kareem Hunt and let Trey Lance fall back to me. Like, would have been my plan. But, like, still, like, structurally, they're actually executing on the very strategy that we talked about. Like, look, fine. You start off wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver the key to making that work is you cannot panic. You cannot panic and start drafting all the crappy running backs that you don't want. And they've avoided that. So like definite hat to There's some good drafters in this draft room.
0: Trey Lance off the board as a QB seven. I mentioned, uh, Who was I talking about earlier? Oh, Mike Williams with the big difference between some of these sharper drafts and what you're going to see potentially in your home league. And maybe your home league's super sharp. I'm not trying to insult anyone. I'm just trying to get, uh, you know, just where the players might be going. Trey Lance consensus ADP is still like QB 12, QB 13. I can't believe it. I just, even before we got the confirmation, Dwayne, like we were talking about like moving Trey Lance up from like QB, you know, 10 or something to QB seven. The fact that he's still going outside the top 12 in some of these drafts, man, get me in there. I I sure haven't seen it.
1: Yeah, no, I'm with you. Uh, I I haven't seen it either, but we're not drafting. And like you said, not to make fun of any league, but I mean, we're drafting on underdog and we're drafting here. Um, So, and Hey, want to give a hat tip to the FFPC. You guys are going to be hearing more about this, but they have donated a main event team to Ian and I that we are going to get to split with one of you. So more to come on that. There will be a way that you will be able to qualify for being the person that will draft a main event team with a $1 million prize on the line with myself and with Ian. So, man, like huge, huge shout out to FFPC. They are awesome. Um, We're going to try and do some cool stuff with them over at PFF.
0: Probably stream it. I don't see why not. Uh, Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, no, we'll we'll record it. We're going to try to win a million. Record it. (laughs) <laughs> right, right, right,
0: We will start going live during the season because um I want to have a opportunity to answer some of your guys's live questions, and I'm looking forward to a uh, Sunday morning. So last year Sunday morning I was we had like a a legit like PFF pregame show, and they had me on that. We would talk a little fancy. I was more or less just putting my kind of NFL analyst hat on for the morning, but that happened from like 10 a.m. to freaking 12:30. 12 45 so i had no real chance to like other than kind right. of answer some shit on twitter and like set my own lineups so I unfortunately couldn't respond to um, a lot of you guys so the goal this year is we just want to do a literal start sit hour or two probably just one but uh from like 11 a.m to noon where we come in and you know we talk teach you guys how to fish all week or at least you know in the best way possible and then sunday just come in Comment your start sick question. We will try to answer it as quickly as possible. Dwayne, myself, maybe someone else to help break some ties, move on to the next one, get those answers, get you guys happy. And yeah. And the good thing about that too, with, uh, all the injury stuff dropping between 1130 and 1145 on Sunday as they are obligated to do so. We'll be able to respond in time to all that stuff going on. So much better schedule this year. We're going to do the waiver pod Tuesday early afternoon, uh, giving us a little more time last year, tried to do it on Monday and there'd always be something happening between then and Tuesday that threw us off a little bit. So very excited about what we have coming to you guys in season. In addition to obviously all the draft prep we're doing now, it's, it's funny, Dwayne, like we put, it's like the, uh, you know, that meme of like the glacier, like, or it's just the glaciers in general, you know, you only see like a little bit of the glacier at the top, but so much more of it. Like we spend all this time kind of drafting and then uh, there's actually like 17 weeks of managing that, that go into it. And you <laughs> yeah. could argue is a little more important, but
1: yeah, absolutely. We want these people to t- keep taking the tight ends here. Um, like dude, we could hit a freaking major home run. We are two picks away from Deandre Hopkins. Oh my God! Why do you say, that? Yeah. Dwayne? Well, oh, I mean, look, God. Michael. We were look. there with Michael Thomas. Like I, I say it because, like, why, did, why we're trying to does. teach people how to do this. Like, you have to try to give your chance. You have to give yourself a chance to to draft a monster, and that means taking some risk. But if we were to pass on one player or the other, like it had to be Hopkins, not Thielen, right? Um. So yeah, there goes you, Robert you, Woods. We're one pick away.
0: <laughs> you're right, Dwayne. But don't piss off the freaking fancy draft gods. They're going uh, to check us. Sorry,
1: you're right yeah it, he's gonna that's go all. right here but that's okay come
0: on come on we didn't get michael thomas we need this. they
1: took drake london <laughs> let's go okay okay look look so here's our thing we got deandre hopkins we get him with kyler murray oh, we can see. either take Kadarius tony or we can take james cook antonio gibson is sitting there i don't i know that i don't have to mention his name to you
0: <laughs> <laughs> eileen eileen tony
1: all right, so Hopkins and Tony, and no James Cook. What do you think? Mm, well, here, I know I want Hopkins, so <laughs> go ahead and take him. Taking Hopkins we had no first. clue he was even going to fail. We, you know, we got lucky that he made it back there. So, okay, look, we've got five badass receivers. We have two running backs. We do have a slight question with Brees Hall. So look at the running back tiers after this. And then I'll, look will, at the receiver. I will
0: say, you know, as much as all these kind of rookie running backs had not the best, just it's, it's week one the preseason, but the depth charts aren't looking great for any of them. We James Cook does seem like he's already ingrained as and has that pass down back.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I, I we think we got... take James Cook. I love Kadarius Tony.
0: Let's take James Cook. We, we, got, we got Hopkins. If we hadn't gotten Hopkins, we'd be taking Tony and Cook. Yeah. We got Hopkins. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Do we have James Cook on all four of these teams now? Yeah, uh, I, th- I think we have him on two.
1: I think we have him on two. It might be three. That's fun. Might be three now. That that was a tough decision, though. Um, that was a tough decision between James Cook and Kadarius Tony, as we leave Antonio Gibson sitting on the board
0: through nine rounds. Yeah, that's a. That's a yeah, eight. he's got an
1: ADP of sixty-nine, but it just hasn't adjusted yet.
0: And we're still lucky. Kyler Murray is our lovely quarterback. Running back Christian McCaffrey. Running back two, Brees Hall. RB three, James Cook. A wide receiver, T Higgins, Tyree Hill, Terry McLaurin, Adam Thielen, and DeAndre Hopkins. I after getting Hopkins and Cook, man, I, I feel like that. <laughs> you gives were us just a on nice cloud nine. <laughs> About to say, man, like I, again, I liked our team up to round six or seven, but you, you said it like we weren't getting the kind of big time value falls that we were luckily getting to us before getting Hopkins there. Cause man, he was up there in that queue too. round eight. Hopkins absolutely sign me up.
1: But Hopkins is just one of those names that every so many drafts, he just falls. And so it's just something, you know, from drafting, you know, Um, there's no other way. There's um, no other
0: way to really know it. I mentioned that with Watson, where I think Watson has the most volatility in his draft to draft kind of ADP. I'm guessing Deandre Hopkins is up there too. Probably Michael Thomas, anyone with the, looming suspension slash injury that we aren't 100% crystal clear about. Those are the types of guys. And like, look, Michael Thomas almost fell to us too before. So sometimes he does go higher. Sometimes they don't. If you are going to take that uh, opportunity though, like that, that's a pretty good tiebreaker, Dwayne, to see like who might fall to you. Right.
1: And the main takeaway, you know, for folks, again, is give yourself a chance to build the monster. Don't just go down your draft sheet. Um, yeah. And these are things you'll know that you will learn if you're drafting all the time. Yeah. Like some of these things will just come to you, but if it's your first draft, like just learn from us, you know, and, you know, let this be, you know, what you basically need to understand so that whenever you're in there, it doesn't matter that you haven't drafted 20 times. Like you've already, you know, to look over at the queue and say, okay, like what, if I got these two players in the same tier and we did this in the last draft too, we've done it a couple times. Now we did it with Tom Brady. We did it with Mike Thomas in the draft before that, or maybe it was the same draft. Uh, George Pickens in round nine. We have arrived at hype season. Goodness, Um, (laughs) yeah. So, yeah, just remember, like, give your, just give yourself a shot. Give yourself a shot. What are your thoughts on George Pickens and round nine, Ian?
0: I moved him off, not in the round nine range though. It's it's just it's funny that um a bunch of training camp highlight videos and a great preseason touchdown catch has just shot. Pickens up above the guy who last year we were shooting up this high because of a nice training camp and a really great contested catch in a preseason game and chase claypool Dwayne, are you old enough to remember that when the entire community was infatuated with chase claypool because of that great contested catch he had against the cowboys i am old enough to remember i
1: am old enough um you know I, you know the part of me is like okay I don't think it's the worst thing ever because and and you know I got to rework my t- you know my ranks, but at the end of the day, like he's going now in the range where you take Drake London, you take uh, Sky Moore, you take Chris Olave. At this point, really, is George Pickens? Does he deserve to be that much lower than those guys? Like, because honestly, like I'm gonna move him to tour to tier four B right now. Like in my last tier, I had him at six B, so he's gonna move up like two full you know brackets. Why are we um, moving him
0: up though? Did we not know he was a freaking
1: beast? No, we did, alpha? we did. But, but now he, at the same time, like it, it's not bad. Like it's good news that he keeps kicking ass. Like it's 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 it still is. good news. I don't want to totally dismiss it. Is my point. So I think actually, like I like him around Garrett Wilson, right? I like. I think you should take him in the same range that Claypool goes. Like I think that's fine. Yeah. So I'm not so against like where the player took it. You do have Deontay Johnson and George Pickens on your team and Pat Fryermuth, so that's gonna suck balls, but. Uh pickens in round nine, I don't think is the end of the world, like as I just think it through.
0: The really big tier potentially. I had him a little, little bit lower. I yeah, where'd you him put him? Before.
1: Where did you move him to?
0: I moved him one spot behind Devontae Parker. I'm a little bit higher on. Obviously, not high enough. Uh what to get what there. pick
1: is or sorry, what's your rank though? Your receiver rank?
0: One I, I don't have receiver. I have overall you just have I'm, overall.
1: I have a, i have 129th overall. See, so it's still good. Like you've got him inside your top one fifty squarely. Yeah. okay, yeah, okay.
0: I'm not out on the and hey, look if he's gonna i don't wanna be out on the guy if he's gonna become this freaking low end wide receiver four, I'll make sure he's not uh too far off the pace, but that's just a little steep for me
1: yeah i I just try to think through like he does kind of fit all the players we just named, right i mean he he fits you know he's similar because he is a rookie um you know, now we're pretty sure he's going to, we know that he's going to be locked into some sort of opportunity. We don't know if it's going to be, you know, as the number two on the team. And I think that is definitely, there's a chance it's that, and it's not Claypool, but at a minimum, we know he's locked down the wider. He's going to be out there when they're in three wide receivers. Right.
0: So, Hey, every team now has a running back team. Six finally took Damon Harris in round nine. I will say this seems like more i mean they felt the need to get Devontae smith over cordero patterson damian pierce well, patterson well.
1: went right in front of them
0: um i'm, I'm, I'm it not coming back long. damn it my bad that's all but me. it's
1: okay they took it in front of james cook front of melvin gordon i agree i would have taken gone ahead and grabbed one of the backs there regardless but at the end of yeah. the day with who they got with damian harris like it worked out like the damian harris fell
0: back to them it worked out okay i'm just i would have liked to get you know James Cook and Damon Harris at that point cuz now they have Hurts AJB and Devontae Smith and I don't know man I I was on a uh podcast uh, earlier today and we were talking about offenses that just we think could underwhelm and I didn't want to just pick the freaking you know Texans and Jaguars or whoever and no so offense with to the Seahawks them. <laughs> Exactly you know I'm not trying just <laughs> not trying to pick the single worst offense in the league but I picked the Eagles and 49ers just because while I, it's it's not across the entire offense. I like both the tight ends at value, and I'm not. I fully recognize there's a lot of talented players there, but if we don't see Hertz and we don't see Trey Lance really take steps forward as passers, both of those offenses could end up being top three rush heavy offenses with a lot of talented pass game weapons that could really stop. Everyone involved from getting more than like 100, 110 targets, Dwayne. Both the backfields have a committee look written all over them. The Eagles' O line is a little better than the 49ers' O line these days. We just, I don't think we should uh, underestimate the potential chance of, like, you know, we don't see too many of these really, really run heavy quarterbacks, like necessarily enabling all that many, you know, top end receivers. Even Kyler, who we have really high expectations for, but let's face it, you know, 20, He's been quarterback for three years now. In 2020, DeAndre Hopkins is really the only time we've had a, a, a pass catcher like put up any sort of big numbers with them throughout the entire season. So I would just say, in both those offenses, and that's why Debo Samuel, AJ Brown, I haven't been getting a ton of because I just think there's enough of a there's a lot of good players there. And that's awesome for the Eagles and 49ers real life offenses. And it's awesome for Jalen Hurts and Trey Lance. It does lead me to question, though, if these guys have as much fantasy upside as maybe their real-life talents exist.
1: Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I'm, I'm totally with you on that. Um, where did you move Naheem Hines in your change? Because he just went off the board. He was a name I was definitely considering, whereas before I wouldn't have considered him yet. But I was like, if we get back down here and Hines is there, I was definitely going to have him in the queue.
0: Where I one you put spot, him? one spot behind James Cook.
1: Yeah, see, I, I'm with you. I think th- I think that's where I'm moving at. I think I'm having one one pick behind CPat, like because I got Pollard, Kareem Hunt, yep. Chase Edmonds, James Cook, CPat in the same tier. I'm really toying with with adding Naheem Hines to that to that tier.
0: Yep, put him one spot behind James Cook, one spot ahead of Devin Singletary. Obviously, I got CPat quite a bit like higher, it. but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> love it. That is still the heart. It's saying, well, yeah. bro. It's I. I just assumed that name Hines didn't have the. Workhorse running back handcuff upside, but after seeing him play every single snap of Matt Ryan, he just might. I mean, maybe they just it's weird, but maybe they really. Lo- I mean, Jordan Wilkins was pretty damn efficient. I know he, uh, Mike Clay loved him in deeper leagues. Like, maybe when Marlon Mack got hurt, they just really thought the world of George of, um, I said George Pickens, Jordan Wilkins. I'm sorry. Uh, maybe they really yeah, thought the world. Was, yeah, I know who you meant. Okay. Yeah. Maybe they thought the world of uh, Jordan Wilkins out there. And now that Philip Lindsay's there, they're just like, nah, Naeem's our guy. He's going to be the featured player. I mean, he he has made the most of all of his opportunities there. So Naeem Hines, definitely someone that RB 41, love that. Cameron Walker. Dubs pick 10 in oh round my 10. Oh, God. Here we go. This is peak training camp. Oh, the same team got Pickens and Dubs. They've just been oh duh. Look at this team. Been tuning again for <laughs>
1: They already have Deontay. But dude, seriously, how do you do this to yourself? How do you draft Pat Farmer, Deontay Johnson, and George Pickens together?
0: Yeah.
1: I, I mean, you think the Steelers have that much offensive upside? Are you kidding me? Like this yeah, team, man, you know, any one game. of those picks individually is fine. Of course. But you're going to take all of them. I just don't. I don't get it, man. Don't get it at all. I, I don't like it. I don't like it. You know what? I don't
0: just dislike it. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for that. All right. We're not gonna reach on a tight end here. <laughs> I'm good. Hopefully Hunter Henry maybe comes back to us. That'd be cool. I'll say, Hunter- dude,
1: let them. I I don't care at this point. I'm with you. Like <laughs> screw it. I'll I'll come back later and, and just live with something.
0: It's like that bill that you're planning and on it's, paying it's off. It's like it's you know the we'll receiver get it. value,
1: dude, that's sitting here. Like I still like the receivers. There goes Claypool. Had him in the queue.
0: Do we pull the Rondale to fulfill our Hopkins suspension move again? Yes. Yes. (laughs) I I think so. And honestly, I like
1: Russell Gage. I like Garrett Wilson. I like Jahan Dotson. I I think we're taking two of these. Um, Look at the running backs real quick. Madison. um, Spiller. I don't want Carter. We have Brees. Right uh you may put pacheco on the queue for you we know who's taking <laughs> pacheco general lee pick five
0: that's true okay Only a
1: backward ass person named general lee would be taking all these stealers i'm not um, against
0: i'm not against madison i don't know that we need a fourth running back right now though and i think we could
1: i like the receivers that are here so let's I take to say
0: i don't think we're going to i think the receivers that we really like are going to be mostly gone after next round so let's go ahead and get I grabbed Rondell already because we were running out of time.
1: So you want Gage or you want Wilson?
0: We got 50 wide receivers off the board, bro. I feel like it's Russell Gage's time. Like this is overcorrected. I like it. All right, let's do it. Russell Gage. And it, it's very close between him and Garrett Wilson. I think I think I'd have them ranked maybe right next to each I've other. I've got but... them right next to each other ultimately have a
1: tear break though after russell gage going to Derek to garrett wilson
0: i could see the 2022 version the the talent discrepancy in the year 2022 being close and let's take tom brady's number three over zach wilson and joe flacco's number three so we
1: just got him in round 11 dude we (laughs) I'm with you. It's like overcorrected. Like, we don't know if Chris Godwin's going to be really healthy to start or not. Julio Jones, we like, but he's an older player. They didn't Evans pay Russell Gage. Yeah.
0: They didn't pay Russell Gage $30 million to sit on the bench. Like, he's going to be good. He's just not going to. Yeah. He, he deserved to fall a ton when we got the good news from Goblin and when they added Julio Jones. But again, three years, $30 million. That was the one thing, Dwayne, when I was looking at a. I've done studies like every offseason, just looking at how. T- Players do when they change teams and free agency. And a wide wide receiver had the most hits of any position of players changing teams and still producing. And it was usually about that. It was 30 million or about 10 million per year. If you wanted to do that, that was about the number where even if guys kind of failed or they didn't meet expectations, they were still playing all the time. They were still starters in three wide receiver sets because who who pays someone that much money and then doesn't, you know, start them in there. So I do think uh Wide receiver fifty two for Russ Gage. That is absolutely fun.
1: And we who who did I say Pacheco was going to?
0: Uh, team five. I
1: missed it by one by one spot.
0: <laughs> oh, this <there's> went. <one. laughs> They're probably cursing it out right now. They wanted him. Uh,
1: yeah. So getting getting and here is the other thing with Gage. Unlike MVS, um, unlike Lazard. Some of these other guys we've talked through, like he actually hits some of the breakout metrics we want. He's already had two wide receiver finishes despite playing on bad offenses. He's hit some of the targets per route run marks we want to hit. Like he's slowly gotten better every year yeah. of his career. So he's doing things that none of those other guys have really shown that they can do. And I think, you know, for me, that matters. Like, I, you know, he's done things that basically say like he could, he could, he's a wide receiver too is, is what his underlying profile looks like. He just hasn't had a wide receiver to finish yet.
0: Okay. So when it comes back to us, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to kill our vibe, but it's probably time to get a tight end, win. Yeah, we can grab one. We don't have to get like nutty,
1: you know. There we'll, are still and again, we'll see. We'll just we'll just kinda see. Like I, I like taking two running backs if they come back to us and and we really like it. You know, like, you know, we've got Khalil Herbert. I've got Jamal Williams over in the queue. Way,
0: by the way, by the way, everyone, uh, YouTube people can see it. I just scrolled down on the on the list seeing what wide receivers are available. And I, I noticed uh, Alan Lazard, wide receiver 53. Dwayne is not backing off that. Dwayne, he went like six rounds ago, bro.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't ever have to mark him off because I never take
0: him. <laughs> I was just like, like this is like, the first week, when I like I, I realized Juju was like my wide receiver sixty, and then I decided to do something about it. Dwayne th- did the same thing with Lazard, just like you know what I'm right. You, you guys can all you guys can all take them. <laughs> uh, yeah, notice, okay. we're
1: in round eleven now. Isaiah Spiller still on the board. Uh, Rashad White did go in round ten, but you know some of these you know like Tyrion Davis Price still sitting there. Um, so we 'll see what happens, like you know how does this shake out? Does Brian Robinson like leap some of these guys like Garrett Wilson just fell almost a full round um just just based off the fact and you know what it is It's it's based off the fact that he was really running with he was the fourth wide receiver in the game um, but again it's week it's week one don't overreact to these high draft picks. The other thing is when you draft these guys, especially when you start getting them round eleven you 're not starting them week one what you 're saying is i 'm taking talent. Weird shit happens when the season starts. They can play their way into a role. There could be an injury to a teammate. All sorts of things can happen. Once you get to these rounds, don't talk yourself into
0: depth chart madness. Like, like take the talented players. In my home league, man, I got I picked up Justin Jefferson off waivers in week three. Like people will freak out, dude. I did that over here. Months. I picked up that year. I it wasn't up even Justin yet. It t- happened in a ton of leagues because I remember we were like incredulous looking at how many leagues he was available in yeah
1: justin jefferson um was dropped in a ton of these high stakes leagues that year um you know i kept him on the teams that i drafted because i just like okay let's just we're gonna wait you know and we're just gonna see what happens i i never let a talent like that hit the waiver wire in a 20 in a 20 round draft where people have 20 people on their rosters like it it, it will take something like very crazy for me to let a player like that go Kind of surprised Jalen uh, Jahan Dotson still on the board, like with what we had with the preseason game. Do you want me to put Noah Fant in the queue for you, Ian?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm down for some Dotson potentially. I'll say that. Yeah, much, I am too. Honestly, we're,
1: we are kind of praying at this point for for David and Joku to be there, um, yeah, <laughs> or yeah, Gerald that- Everett.
0: That'd be dope. We're okay. Hey, while we wait though, let's uh let's pay some bills. Want to give a shout Do out to it. some of our sponsors, gentlemen. All men strive for gold in their life, right? Gold medals, gold watches, gold everything. However, there's a certain type of man who goes the extra mile. He walks with the confidence of an eagle and giggles in the face of danger. He's a big hairless winning machine. And when he unzips his pants, he sees platinum. That's right. Manscaped would like to introduce you their best and biggest ultimate hygiene bundle yet, the platinum package 4.0. Manscaped is a leader in below-the-waist grooming. Now trust them with the whole shebang. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code PFF. Again, that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code PFF. It's time you enjoyed the finer things in life and get yourself a platinum package for your platinum package. Also, folks, if you haven't heard by now, we might love... FFPC for our redraft underdog fantasy is the best and easiest place to play fantasy football this summer for best ball land. We've all been there in fantasy football leagues. It's Sunday morning. You're digging through news reports, trying to figure out whether to start your stud wide receiver that tweaked his hamstring last week, or you have a player on your team who hasn't been getting in the end zone. And then one week he suddenly goes off for 30 points on your bench with underdog fantasy. All the stress of who to start each week is lifted off your shoulders because it's best ball format. Draft your teams before a season starts and get the best score in your lineup each week. That shit is optimized right now. You can draft an underdogs, best ball mania three tournament to take your shot at $10 million in total prizes. Plus underdog is going to double your first deposit up to $100 when you sign up with the promo code PFF. And if you play 10 of those dollars using promo code PFF, you get a free PFF subscription. Underdog drafts close to Underdog drafts close before NFL kickoff. So, what are you waiting for? Head on over to underdogfantasy.com or the App Store, play $10 with the code PFF and draft your best ball mania team today. Football fans, join the next generation of fantasy football with Rainmakers Football, their first ever NFT fantasy game from DraftKings. It's the only NFT fantasy game licensed by the NFLPA. Now you can play all seasons for millions and prizes by building the ultimate NFT franchise. Right now, everyone can get their first full roster starter pack for free. Playing Rainmakers is simple. Buy, sell, bid, and win player card NFTs are the biggest names in the game through regular drops and auctions on DraftKings Marketplace, craft lineups of athletes from your NFT collection, and earn points for touchdowns, receptions, and more. Just like Daily Fantasy Football, build your NFT franchise and enter free Rainmakers Football Contest all season long to compete for millions in prizes. The next generation of fantasy sports is here. Download the DraftKings Daily Fantasy app now, sign up with promo code PFF, click the Rainmakers tile and opt in to get your first card free. Plus, play for millions in prizes all football season while building the ultimate NFT fantasy franchise at Rainmakers Football. As promo code PFF. Build, play, win only at DraftKings. Contest entries dependent on type and number of NFTs held. Eligibility restrictions apply. Void prohibited seat. DraftKings.com for details. Isaiah Spiller off the board. RB50. It does seem like, Dwayne, I don't want to... I'm not taking an early victory lap or anything. I don't even know if it's a victory lap, but we have seen a handful... These day three guys not exactly have the best early returns. Even someone like Rashad white, honestly, again, all the rookie running backs. And it's not that it's over for him. It was week one of the preseason, but let's face it. It wasn't good. It wasn't good for pretty much any of them. You were still on mute, but I, I can tell you're angry. Dwayne's just throwing stuff. Oh yeah. 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 My bad.
1: It's back. a, no, you're right. Um, but it's too early, right? It's too early to get crazy with them. What I like is when this stuff happens, it, it at least softens the ADP a little bit, right? A couple of body blows on the ADP if Isaiah Spiller isn't bad for anyone. Um, yeah, there goes uh, team six taking David and Joku. So that was kind of the last one in the tier there, uh, to give us some upside. Uh Brian Robinson just goes off the board. But yeah, it's um it's fine. Like I I wouldn't, I don't think, I think sometimes people overreact, but like, I, I, I like the discount that you get. I like the fact that it softens ADP up a little bit and you just got to be able to read the room. So don't keep reaching, right? Don't keep doing the same thing you've been doing in your drafts before when these new data points come out, like you got to let it breathe a little bit and see what it means, you know, for ADP. Am I reading this wrong? Like I have Tyler Boyd is still available. Like, did he die?
0: Yeah. What the hell?
1: (laughs) He's picked one twenty four normally. Um, we're about to pick 144.
0: We're absolutely taking him.
1: Did he die? Just check, <laughs> Ian.
0: <laughs> let, me, let me search Twitter. Quick. I'm checking. I just went on a podcast and Hydrom was a sleeper today. I hope not. It's electric podcast experience. Is Tyler Boyd still alive? <laughs> I think Well, Salvitri,
1: Salvitri tells me prioritize Tyler Boyd. He was a top 30 wide receiver last year, but he goes as the 51st wide receiver in 2022. He has a safe floor and dot, dot, dot ellipses and a major ceiling colon. Are you ready for the thread or should I stop?
0: Okay. So I Tyler, stop, Boyd. Huh? Tyler Boyd, Tyler <laughs> Boyd. Is on the board. I say we go with Tyler yeah, Boyd. Yeah,
1: we have to. I mean, just you know, we're
0: never gonna get him. Freaking take Tyler Boyd right here. Jesus. Okay. Did uh uh Jahan Dotson just went. I would have yeah. said I would have, you know, chosen violence. Yeah, we were we were about John. to turn them both. <laughs> we're about to just take both of them. We gotta go, Gerald Everett. It's time.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, uh I know,
0: I know, I know. I'm looking at the wide receivers too. We got I'm looking gotta,
1: at Jamal Williams.
0: Ah. Uh, I see Jamal Williams too. We
1: aren't getting him back. We aren't getting Gerald Everett back. He
0: think. might literally be the last running back that we can like even feel somewhat okay about.
1: But Gerald Everett may be the last tight end we can feel somewhat okay about as well. So.
0: Oh man, we have right. Christian McCaffrey. Jam- I think we got to take Gerald Everett.
1: What? Who says uh, the problem is Jamal has way more upside than Gerald Everett?
0: Uh, we don't have a tight end. Do you think Let's we should push take- it? Let's push the tight end. Come on push it. Fuck it. Give me Jamal Williams. Yes.
1: Yeah. We're not going to feel great about starting Gerald Everett. He's a, he's a great, uh, no, well,
0: okay. Dwayne, look, you got to get on my team with Hayden Hurst. Okay. Cause I do still feel good about a tight end or two. So
1: yeah, I no, ju- I'm with you. But my, yeah. my point being, we're never going to feel like, Oh my God, thank God we're starting Gerald Everett. We're just not Jamal Williams. We could be like, Oh my God, thank God we have Jamal Williams. De- Deandre Swift went down. We have a top five RB, you know, for three weeks you know, it, it could happen. Right. So to me, fine. Let's just move on with Gerald. If, if we thought Gerald Everett was a guy that we would just feel great about plugging into our starting lineup every week, I would be fine. Uh, but I don't feel that way. So. Nope.
0: And unfortunately, while I do like Brees and James Cook, week one, not going to be thrilled about them either. Our wide receivers are fantastic, but hopefully Gerald comes back. If not Robert Tunyon, someone that's hurt and could fall past ADP to us. Everyone is down on Noah Fant for the second. I'm I'm not sure if there's a reason to be higher on him in the future, but could at least be cheap. Brevin Jordan still does project as a target leader in Houston. Hayden Hurst, target leader in Cincinnati. Maybe just maybe can't break Kyle Rudolph. Daniel Bellinger could be an every down tight end. Moale Cox, Dwayne. I don't think we're giving enough potential for Mo Alley Cox to make the most out. based on the
1: first preseason game. I don't think we need to give him anything. It looked like the normal crappy rotation for the Colts (laughs) Uh, here. I'm going to tell people like, if you're going to come draft tight end premium, like what some of these teams are making major mistakes now. Um, uh, uh, like I'm, I'm not trying to dump on any team, but like, if you're drafting, do not do this. Irv Smith and Evan Ingram, in rounds 9 and 10, just because it's tight end premium, you still have to step back and think about what's the upside of the player. Yes, we like Irv Smith. But don't come back and cram Evan Ingram, too. And then take Dak Prescott and Aaron Rodgers. Like, that's that's not how you build the huge upside team. Um, you had another team doing it. Um, you know, well, we've got one team that's got Cole Komet, Albert O., and Gerald Everett. They're, they're probably just hoping to hit on one, you know, is probably the thought process there, which is fine. But you don't, like, what team out of the team eight did, like, I really, I I think that's bad. I also don't take Tom Brady in round nine and then come back with Derek Carr in round 12, you know, so team seven. um, Like, you're going to have to press it more than that, folks, like to try to win these leagues against really good drafters, much less have a shot at winning, you know, the 500K. You're going to have to press it. You're not going to win this thing by going with Tom Brady. Like I'm going to take Derek Carr and I got a safety blanket for Tom Brady. Like that's just not, it's not, you got to keep swinging, especially with Jahan Dotson on the board, Tyler Boyd falling down the board. You know, it'd be one thing if all that stuff dried up, but you had Khalil Herbert sitting there. You had Jamal Williams sitting there. Those are all better picks than Derek Carr. When you've got Tom Brady already on your squad. And now you're going to add on Noah Fant and make me hate your team even worse. When you already drafted Travis Kelsey, there's no point. There's no point in it. Now Ah, everybody's, it's fine. But everybody's just taking these and and taking Hayden Hurst. When you have Mark Andrews and Darren Waller, I don't care the format. What is the upside of Hayden Hurst for your team?
0: Yeah, that's freaking weird. And you also, you're never using him. You're never
1: using him. The team directly. What you think is you look at our team and you're like, we don't want them to have a tight end. Well, fine. Fuck off. We don't care. Like
0: (laughs) (laughs) the team directly next to to us. Also, also doesn't have time. There goes Robert Tunyon, TJ Hawkinson, Tyler Higley, and Robert Tunyon
1: it's okay, dude, we're going into sleeper mode. We're going into sleeper mode at tight end, baby. Oop. team defense is coming off the board, and I don't mean that personally to anyone f off my point is like don't don't cut off your nose you know don't what is it saying Ian <laughs> cut off your nose back your face or something stupid like that. I for an eye leaves the whole
0: world I don't know
1: <laughs> tooth for a tooth, oh
0: yeah you got goodness. yeah,
1: I don't know, man like. Look, it is tight end premium, so you want to have some of these guys. But come, come on, man! Like, don't kill your roster for it.
0: We're gonna be talking up. We're gonna be looking up Jets tight end snaps here in a second. I did not think it would get this. Hey, desperate. dude,
1: here's the good news. We just did all of our research. We talked sleeper tight ends today. We're gonna get to put there. There's some sneaky things you can do at tight end, and okay. we're about to do them. We're gonna, we're gonna, we are gonna be doing those such things.
0: We on can throw. We can throw a freaking lash on Dart at someone like Foster Moreau who's going to be a viable exactly. tight end one injury away. Handcuff uh, tight can ends. Stack our,
1: we can, you can.
0: I, <laughs> I would know, rather I take
1: look, Foster Moreau I would I'm telling you right now, I would much rather take Foster Moreau in round eighteen than force Hayden Hurst in round thirteen. Because if if Darren Waller goes down, Foster Moreau is going to be worth more than Hayden Hurst anyway. Yeah. And, and so like again, you just you gotta be thinking through this stuff. Um, and I think but this happens a lot in these drafts. And so when it happens, I think the other lesson here is like, don't freak out. Don't freak out and think, oh, my God, I've got to have one of these tight ends. I have to have them continue to think about like how to build up the best roster. Basically, what your objective should be at this point is to make your roster so damn badass that like if you do find a tight end, it's freaking over for everyone. Like, yeah. And so that you want to and we talked about this before pressing your advantage. You know, I thought Team Six did a great job out of that with the receivers early on. They and and you know they grabbed Jalen Hurts, they grabbed Kyle Pitts, they press their advantage. You know,
0: did so they get? Oh my gosh, did they get auto Njoku? Yeah, so they I see did. the asterisk. So you're telling they me that we had a and no one yes, took. We were a, probably getting Njoku. <laughs> son, it's of fine. A, well, yeah, we're gonna hit on one of these guys. How many Titans do you think we should get? Three, four? Yeah,
1: I, I want to keep an eye on on. The running back upside, too, though.
0: Yeah. Are we done at wide receiver or if one of Julio or Tolbert fall?
1: I have them definitely up there.
0: Yeah. I know we already have eight, but hey, if there's a ninth, there's a ninth guy that's qualified. Upside running back still. Hmm. Dearness remains interesting. Go Stanford. (laughs) Ronald Jones is chilling in the perfect. I mean,
1: you took Derek Carr in round 12. Why? Matthew Stafford just went in 14. Uh, like, like, this is this, Yeah, it, it's just little are, things like that can make your roster so much better. And, and don't get me wrong, you need this to happen in your drafts because it pushes good players to you. And basically, like, you know, there's already there's some other really good teams in this draft. <laughs> so we, we need some teams to kind of suck.
0: Is the uh, Matthew Stafford arm stuff going on enough to move him to the bottom of that tier, though, Dwayne? I think that would be fine to move him to the bottom of that tier.
1: I, I think that, if that's the move
0: someone wants to make, I I don't have any problem with that. I get it. Either way guys in the same tier, I will definitely take Stafford at that price.
1: So uh, a name, I do like at tight end and I, it's just warming on me more and more. I know you shamed me for him earlier in the season, but I still have him right next to Evan Ingram and it's Brevin Jordan. Um, I didn't, I didn't it's, shame it's, you
0: for Brevin Jordan. I think I shamed you for Pharaoh. I shamed someone no, you, for Pharaoh. You Cooper. did not
1: shame me for Pharaoh Cooper. I never would have <laughs> sure. the name. Do not even, don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby.
0: Uh, okay. Uh, with Brevin, well, you know, I never. I think we not, take
1: Brevin here because we need yeah. an upside young tight end. Um, and then we could do some stuff with Bellinger later. We could do something with Trey McBride. Uh, uh, a sneaky stack. If Ertz goes down, we get it to go with Kyler Murray. Um, I'm still
0: worried about Max Williams, man.
1: I know, but dude, you just got to let it go. We're drafting talent late. I don't care about Max Williams late. If we're wrong, we cut him. We, but the highest upside is Trey McBride. Like it, it's there.
0: Let's get like Logan um, Thomas. He'll be, he'll he Long Thomas will be in every down tight end when he gets back. We know I'm fine, fine.
1: No, I like Logan Thomas too. I like Logan Thomas too. I just hate jamming up roster spots with players that might miss, you know, to eight weeks.
0: I hear you, but this is a unique roster we got going
1: on here. It is. It is. I mean, I've got Taysom Hill in the queue. Um, I got Mo Cox over there.
0: Oh, Team six takes Justin Tucker in round 14, right? When I was starting to. Whoopsie. That's definitely not a ship
1: chasing team. And if it is like we're taking their draft badge away from them. (laughs) Why would they do that? Kirk Cousins goes. Pete must have spun a randomizer or something. If that's some team (laughs) and they had to like take a kicker.
0: My God dude if you ever have you ever gotten a randomizer have you Uh -uh, i've not done it you you gotta like buy a hotel for like the entire family and like get them out of your house if you're ever gonna do it because they will respect (laughs) they will respect you less by the time it's all said and done that's all that's all i know (laughs) kenny galladay off the board wide receiver 67 dwayne we're about to be on the clock i i I have a feeling we could be disappointed though because team two also needs a tight end
1: oh crap they do but Brevin Jordan's not the top. Thank God. Yeah. I don't want Austin Hooper. I want Damn. Brevin Jordan. So let's go ahead and take Brevin Jordan here. I don't think we have to take another tight end, to be honest. I think we can wait. Um,
0: i so like, what else do
1: you like ooh. here? There's Jalen Tolbert. There's Isaiah McKenzie around uh, 15. Dude, there say, is. I'm, I'm pretty Revin sure Mostert. the
0: answer. I'm pretty sure the answer is Isaiah McKenzie. I have Tolbert McKenzie right next to each other. I do too. I
1: have Tolbert slightly ahead. But I'm I'm fine with either one.
0: I have Tolbert one spot ahead, but now that we're sitting here, I kind of want Isaiah McKenzie. What Let's do you just think? take McKenzie. Yeah. Boom. This is why we draft. It's one thing to look at my Excel spreadsheet; it's another thing to be like, "Hey, who do I want on my freaking fantasy football team right now?" All right, everyone. We are 15 rounds in. Still rolling with just one quarterback. That's all we are gonna, going to roll with. And Kylo Murray at running back. We got Christian McCaffrey, Brees Hall, James Cook, and Jamal Williams. Wide receiver. Get ready. Strap in. T. Higgins, Tyreek Hill, Terry McLaurin, Adam Thielen, DeAndre Hopkins, Rondale Moore, Russell Gates, Tyler Boyd, and Isaiah McKenzie at tight end. Brevin Jordan. Unfortunately, I'm done talking. But you know what, Dwayne? We still got... Five more rounds to help fill that void. Three more picks, essentially. We do need to draft a defense and a kicker. We are forced to do so. I do respect you folks that do comment on our kind of uh, the leaderboards and just like, yeah, why don't you like not take the defensive kicker because you shouldn't. I have noticed, Dwayne, that that, it's messing up my uh, consensus ranks to an extent, which it's not the biggest of deal, but for guys that are like, Outside the top 150, I have my kickers and defenses like behind every single player I have ranked. So I'm like consistently like 20, 30 spots ahead on like certain players just because, you know, I'm not I'm not drafting a kicker or defense over anyone if I don't have to. And I'm happy that I have the platform to try to make that known. It just really doesn't make sense if you do not have to do so. But there goes Raheem Mostert. Are there any other upside running backs you see, Dwayne? And why is it? Deionis Johnson slash P run.
1: Yeah, I, I have them both in the queue. I have Trey Sermon over there. I went ahead and put Daryl Williams over there. Only one preseason game, but he got to rest. And, wow. and the other thing is, you know, Benjamin came out and played, but they didn't give him. And, and again, this preseason, you don't want to overread, but they didn't give him the passing down work. They did not That's let weird. him play the two minute offense. They didn't let him have the long down and distance. They gave that to freaking, uh, what's Ingram? the, no 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 ingram was after that um it's the guy uh jonathan ward
0: oh ha, ha.
1: so that tells you there's there might be some distrust there with the pass blocking ability you know trying to catch a hot read you know getting even though it's your backup quarterback actually it was their third string quarterback it wasn't even their first it wasn't even colt mccoy it was like St- strabler strabler yeah i think so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's-, it's a situation where you know it's just enough like i, I like i still like you know benjamin i don't want to read too much into stuff but Daryl Williams did rest, and so in my opinion, like Daryl Williams is a guy that now, like this late, I definitely like him. Like if I had to, if you made me pick today, a girl Girl Scout sauntering to the door, <laughs> um, you know, or you're having a trefoils night terror, um, I, I would tr- say Daryl tr- Williams.
0: I, what is a
1: trefoil? Is the original Girl Scout cookie? I
0: I, I put the guy. <laughs> I'm probably saying it wrong. It's the that original it, like that with it was the picture a girl Scout. of the Girl Scout. I'm oh. So. Well, those things are made to tell, but I appreciate the uh, – <laughs> I appreciate oh, the uh, just staying on brand. I know. We good. Alec Pierce off the board, wide receiver, 71. Still going ahead. I of wonder if we should
1: have just taken Raheem Mostert there. I, I think we maybe should have just gone Brevin Jordan, Raheem Mostert, let McKenzie I, go. Just looking at me, with, with with the way we got Gage and Tyler Boyd to fall to us.
0: I don't know that Raheem Mostert has like a best-case scenario.
1: Oh, there goes KJ Hamler. That's definitely a ship chasing team.
0: Do you think or Mostert, someone that
1: listens to ship chasing for sure?
0: Do you think like how many guys have to get hurt for most to get 15 touches a game? Well, I, I
1: probably one. like, and I then think, he'll like, get
0: hurt. I don't know, man. I think <laughs> maybe, I think they just, it's good. He's a committee back here.
1: I get it, but it's just late. We're taking the explosive player. Like that's all you're doing. You know, you're just yeah. getting a shot at a guy that for some reason he does stay healthy you know, when things break right, it can be good. Um, so, it's, like
0: I don't know. So, if we take Sonny Michelle, a couple rounds later, what's really the difference?
1: Well, I think I think Mostert's ahead of Michelle on the depth chart for one. You know, Michelle had now. to play this last week when everyone okay. else. Well, look, Raheem Mostert's just a better player than Sonny Michelle. He just has to stay healthy. That's I don't true. think there's really any doubt about it. Yeah. Like we've just seen what Mostert can do. We've just never got to see it for very long. <laughs>
0: So. i like team nine man just got fields to pair with lance I, I don't even know the need to do that but fields in round 15 I, look, uh, I don't i guess i don't like team nine the more i look at it sorry team nine. i like team nine well i like I, don't team know nine. Why
1: I, I hate the hayden Hurst pick like that's that's the wasted pick like when you already have mark andrews and darren waller you're you're never using hayden Hurst ever like you're just gonna uh, cut him like yeah, hayden I'll... Hurst will be cut and then
0: ian's gonna pick him up <laughs> <laughs> i don't um I don't think they needed Traylon Burks there either, to be honest with you.
1: But like I'm you still fine with it, right? They're taking the upside. They it's their fifth receiver. Like they did come back and get Naheem Hines. Yeah, like Isaiah Sp- Spiller and Eno you know, Benjamin. I, I agree. Like I, if I if it was me like grabbing another but the problem is right in front of them, like honestly, right there. And, and, and instead of Traylon Burks, like you could have just went ahead and taken Antonio Gibson, right. Or go ahead and get Naheem Hines there and come back with, or grab Kenneth Walker, come back with Naheem Hines. But like all those running backs, I just named to you, like you don't like them. So I'm just trying to put myself like in their shoes. That's probably what they're feeling as well. Like crap. I don't want these running backs.
0: I just think that there goes Bert, Williams. Like they were able to get Hines after, which is, which is solid. And that, Looking at that stretch of players, though, I just think Burks would have had a chance to come back to him. It is what it is. Not every pick, you know, is perfect. We've certainly had our fair share of. Uh... Oh, that goes Daryl Williams, right next to Ron Logan Jones. Thomas. How poetic? Fuck me. It's my least favorite team of ours so far, Dwayne. Not saying we're out, but
1: yeah, we haven't had as much fall exactly right. But honestly, like getting the DeAndre Hopkins. Thing to slide back. And then we got a slide on Russell Gage. Then we got a slide on Tyler Boyd. Not players like that we're going bananas about, right? But like we still did get value. We just didn't get it at the top of the draft like we did on some of the other teams.
0: Looking at the tight ends we still got available, to me, Taysom Hill and Daniel Bellinger stick out. I'm fine.
1: That's good. We could grab those two, get a kicker and a defense, and then we could come back in the last round and take Trey McBride.
0: What Foster Moreau
1: or Foster Moreau. Okay. Your Trey McRide hate is going to end.
0: I don't hate him. I'm just, the guy's hurt. I'm worried that he's their tight end three.
1: I know, but this late, dude. I'm just telling you, just draft the yeah. upside tight end. Like don't, we don't have to play okay. the
0: depth chart game. Well, I, I and, just, and, and
1: they're going to be our cuts. They'll be our cuts, right? I mean, they'll be the guys we get rid of, it, but, but we, if you are right, that's the problem. That's what you're trying to give yourself. A chance is like, if you are right, like if all of a sudden, Ertz was hurt, and we heard that Trey McBride was the starter. Like, I'd be, I'm going to be excited. Right. And I would be like, I, dude, we got yeah. Kyler. Uh, like, this guy's a second round draft pick. He was the best receiving tight end in the draft, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, what I if, would be excited
0: about it. What if, Dwayne, when he's healthy, what if Greg Dolchich is actually the Broncos lead receiving tight end?
1: I'm willing place? to take him on this team. Oh, I'm sorry. To, We're in a 20 rounder, man. And a
0: tight end I'm, premium, that's something you got to do. I'm sorry to keep bringing it up. I, I know the wound is still, flesh. Wound hey, is
1: still if, fresh. Hey, <laughs> if 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 is going to flop, then you know, let me have Dulcich on a team.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. All right. Yeah,
2: there's
1: damn Q. I've never. You, this is. I mean, we can do some things like this at tight end. I've never looked this deep at tight end.
0: I have Brevin Jordan on a few teams, as you know. The three. It's a four. good exercise, man. It is it's good. It's good for us. This was a this was a teaching exercise here. This was our entire goal. <laughs> get the kid into the uh tight end four weeds for a little bit. Tight end three. Minutes. I mean, I mean
1: Jamison Williams is just sitting there at the top. Like he's mm-hmm. normally one we'll pick 166. We don't even need a damn receiver. Jameson. I think we're done at receiver, don't you?
0: Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I don't want to have Jameson. And then you gotta wait.
1: Hopkins yeah, you gotta clogging
0: wait. up the, we already have Hopkins clogging up the bench.
1: So I would like to get a running back. So we so we got to have a kicker and a defense. Then we have three more picks. My thought is one of those picks is a running back, two of them are tight end. I kind of like Trey Sermon.
0: I think Trey Sermon makes sense. Sermon versus McKinnon. I like both of those.
1: I mean, it sounds like McKinnon's going to be one of the guys on the squad. The Pacheco thing just makes it so tough on McKinnon because before it was like, well,
0: everybody sucks. You know could, I, I see you have him in the queue. Could Abdullah fuck around and catch fifty passes? Could. <laughs> he could. <laughs> time Montgomery's down there too. I say we I say we wait out running back. We can take it in round uh eighteen if we want, but let's get our let's get the tight ends we want here.
1: And who were the two defenses that we liked last time? It was Indy, Denver San I think, Fran. Yeah,
0: I keep telling myself I'm going to write my defense article tomorrow.
1: You need to, so we can oh, actually no. execute this part of our draft
0: <laughs> instead of drunkenly looking up yeah. early season schedules. Everything.
1: <laughs> we're we're going to get to the beginning of the year, and be like shit. Actually, we're hold looking on. at 2021.
0: <laughs> I saw I saw a good tweet from uh, from Josh Larkey where he had, I think, the uh, early season schedules like written out alongside it so shout out Josh. yeah
1: indian indian tennessee i mean indian um denver i know are good
0: yeah i mean ideally we get a an actually good defense with a at least one great matchup so my yeah, thought just, is
1: here honestly we take a tight end and a running back because the tight ends we're targeting now no one's going to take they're all done they've taken them all but they are going to target these running backs that are left i, I think the, we grab one of the tight ends
0: the are running good. back with, angles also get one of Trubisky, Rudolph, or Pickett at home in Week One. So, yeah, yeah, I like that. It's a good backup plan,
1: and it's they got some things on defense that I like.
0: Yeah, they got some, they got some dogs out there.
1: All right, I'm sorry. uh
0: What are what you saying? Phillies defense deals?
1: could they really surprise? Like with the moves they made,
0: I feel like Jordan Davis could like. Be one just completely be a game breaker from day one man i've been watching a i i, I love like the 20 30 minute like kind of college football re, rewind games and i've been watching a lot of georgia from last season and then also random like a bunch of like early 2010s alabama games them just beating the shit out of everyone uh
1: i love joint. some hill here I'm sorry as your tight tied in yeah i think so he's he, he's the one that's at the top
0: yeah I think we got Taysom. All right. So Taysom Hill. They seem to really want I thought when Peyton left, they were gonna be done with the whole shtick, but apparently not. That was probably like his one that was probably his like one thing. It's like look, I'm gonna leave, but I'm only gonna leave if you guys promise me that Taysom Hill is still gonna be a major part of this offense. Yeah, I think
1: this pick is Trey Sermon, especially with the Hammy thing going on.
0: Are we positive Jeff Wilson isn't ahead of Trey Sermon? I don't Jeff care.
1: I, I'd just rather have Trey Sermon. Like I I want the one that I feel like could break the bank. And I don't like I like Jeff Wilson and he's done well. But like to me, it's like every year they're trying to replace him.
0: And Ballinger has a better
1: chance of coming back to us. Yes. I don't think okay. any of these tight ends we're thinking about now are going to go. I mean they could. Let's get trace. Are Sermon. we going are we gonna yeah? I, I think Sermon's the last back that we're just like, okay, let's like, I want to get it. I definitely have got to rework
0: my ranks. That's what Fridays are for. Yeah. Wake up ranks pool weekend.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's so right. I could actually just get both of my uh, articles done tomorrow because they're repubs get both done and then do the ranks on Friday.
0: Great. day would be great. We are now through 17 rounds. Vibes. Fives are, fives are improving, improving. We got to taste some help. <laughs>
1: they're, they're improving.
0: <laughs> we got to taste some help for Evan Jordan holding down the tight end room. Oh my goodness. I do have my dope, uh, CPAT hoodie on. So at least I got that going for me. Yeah. It's like, I just
1: want, you know, Trey Sermon going right this year would make last year feel so much better. <laughs> I'm so in on Trey Sermon, man. Oh my God. You know, it's funny, it's crazy, but Jalen Waddle was on every team, and it totally just it like overcame everything for me. And I had Mark Andrews on half the teams, and so I had those two together on like thirty percent of the team. Both those guys, I had like forty to fifty percent. Waddle's was over that, but I had them matching up like thirty percent, and so it's like I was able to live off of those two guys playing my flex spots last year and a lot of these, and it gave me time to basically rework my running back rooms on the wire.
0: Unfortunately, my two highest on running backs last year were Saquon and Raheem Mostert. I didn't play that much best ball though last year, so we'll see how we'll see how twenty twenty two goes, Dwayne. I'm feeling a little bit better about uh, the thought process so far, but Trey Sermon still a third round pick. Wouldn't be the first time we saw someone work their way out of Kyle Shanahan's doghouse. We have been hearing all the right things out of training camp, and it is one of those things, Dwayne. We're like, I don't want to put too much stock in the good news, but it's not bad news. Better than hearing negative shit. I know we don't hear that much negative shit, but at least we're not. Yeah, I that. mean,
1: yeah. Uh, and again, like it's just, it's the backfill where we know the coach will just change on a whim. Yeah. You know? All right. So here, here go all the kickers. I know Ian is very sad, very sad that all the kickers are going.
0: So we think that Daniel Bellinger is the only, he's the only probable starting tight end left. What's going on in Tampa? What the hell is going on in Tampa?
1: Uh, I don't, I just don't, I don't know. I, I like the upside of these other guys, but I mean, you could top me into Cameron Braid. I feel like last time we said it was Rudolph.
0: Do you think Braid's role changes?
1: I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't Kyle, feel like it's going to, I, I feel like Kyle Rudolph is going to be the main inline guy and in Br- yeah, that That's what I worry about. Well, I mean, I can put Rudolph in the queue.
0: If Kyle Rudolph scored eight touchdowns, would you say I could see it or shut the hell Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: On that offense, like I could see it, but it's pretty crowded. Yeah, The problem for Rudolph is like we tried, you know, last year he had that stretch, right? Where he was the only guy on a team and it just, you know,
0: he's old and slow at this point. No, he didn't. Evan Ingram was healthy all last year.
1: No, Evan Ingram had a stretch that he missed that we looked i thought i looked at i have to go back and look pull up my utilization stuff i I could be wrong you know i've looked at so much of this stuff so many times now but i thought that was like
0: he played 15 games i thought that was the saddest part yeah that's been the saddest part about the evan ingram experience he like you know really crushed his first year and then he was still okay his next two years in the league he just couldn't stay healthy and then he starts staying healthy and all of a sudden we are no longer crushing it there goes amir abdullah that's a good spot for him i took him in round like 18 today in a um, in a redraft league.
1: Yeah. Evan Ingram missed week one and two last year. so
0: Giants were like, take a seat, Kyle. We got Caden Smith. <laughs> that was weird that they brought in Kyle Rudolph in the first place. That was a, probably a Jason Garrett move.
1: Locker room guy.
0: Might as well bring in Jason Witten at that point. Who we could. It's very much the same thing. What's Witten doing? Is it, I thought I saw an update on wooden. Don't know. My
1: cats are out there going nuts. Like one of my kids is meowing at the cat and the cat's talking back. What's, what's, your, you have a cat? Yeah. My, we've got, so we Pop. moved here. The, uh, there was a feral cat that had a litter of <laughs> kittens in our damn attic. We didn't know. And Landry, Comes down one night and he's like, Dad, he's like, I hear these cats. I'm like, what are you <laughs> talking about? And I go up there and sure enough, I just hear like,
2: meow,
1: meow, meow. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? And so I'm like looking all through the house in the closets because I can hear it. Um, and there's a door into the attic from his room upstairs. And I went in there, I could hear him, but I couldn't find him. So then I went down to the other level of the attic and I went up. And finally, like in between the floorboards, I'm shining the flashlights down in there and I just see all these eyes looking at me. <laughs> like, oh my God. So and then the cat did it again. The cat had two litters here. The only <laughs> one, only one was in the, uh, you know, in the attic in between the floors. So Landry was little at the time. So like there was two by fours, you know, so he, if he was laying on his stomach, like we couldn't get to him. So I had to push him in there into this crawl space and he handed them out to me one at a time. And then I pulled him out.
0: <laughs> so, so a feral cat had a litter of kittens and just like left them.
1: Yeah. They just took off. It's like it's peace, homie.
0: How many so we kids mo- we you- got? We
1: gave most of them away, um, so we ended up with two, two left. Um, and what's funny is one of them is more like a dog. It, it, you know, his name is Maverick. It was the year the Mavericks won the nice. championship, and so um, like he's awesome. And when he was little, <laughs> he walked right off the banister and fell flat on the tile, fell a whole floor, <laughs> oh. didn't die. Yeah, he made oh. it. Like I was with my mom helping her set up her four hundred one k, and like I just hear a cat like go under the ground. Camden comes running down, like and picks up the cat. Like he was fine. So um, he's more like a, he's more like a dog. He, he like barks at you like a dog. He's funny. Oh my God. He loves to be outside. So every night I'll be going out to the garage to get like a water to put by the bed. And like, he's waiting for his moment to like t- haul ass out there. He wants to go out there and like scrap with all the possums and everything else. We live in the damn country. So.
0: I don't know how many hundreds or thousands of hours we've talked at this point, Dwayne, but. I've never heard one thing about cats and that is it. That's a fantastic <laughs> yeah, man. When there's,
1: when there's home. a, there's a literal, um, and you're at it and she had another litter and left them in the garage later. That was a year later. So
0: future, quite,
1: quite consider it
0: future. Mrs. Tits threatens me about bringing cats in randomly. And I'm just like, all right, be careful. It's a dangerous game. If you're going to, you're going to introduce <laughs> the bring pets home randomly without, uh, without notice first, <laughs> i'll start oh, look it, we're
1: doing the zach moss thing again bad. Right, keep going i'm listening to you
0: yeah i think at this point we can just for the five people still listen to us we can out, <laughs> uh talk about whatever talk about cats <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, i am going to get my next purchase is going to be two golden retriever puppies i've always wanted to go in and get two dogs at the same time i think that's going to be electric looking to buy a house next summer and mostly to get more space for more dogs that's my that's my grand master plan <laughs> All right, Dwayne. We finally have about five picks between us. What are we thinking at tight end? We gotta make a decision. I don't. I I feel like having Bellinger there as a potential every down. I like Bellinger out. because he's
1: an every down player already.
0: At if at he this goes, point, yeah. I would
1: be fine with McBride or Dulcich. I, I like the upside of those two. Right. Then I think Foster Moreau would be next, just because we're going for pure upside if there's an injury. Right. So here's the thing: like if if Darren Waller tears his hamstring like coming back, playing in the last game of the preseason or something, something stupid the coaches shouldn't make him do. Foster Moreau will be an 11th round pick at that point, right? That's if true. Zach Ertz goes down, Trey McBride will be moving into the top 12 rounds you know, of drafts. So that's, that's the other way to think about it. As much as we like Bellinger, where's the most upside? Is it McBride? Is it Dulcich? Is it Moreau? I don't know. I don't know. Are we but positive th- that the thing is Daniel Bellinger is going to be on the field all the time, Week One, like which gives him, you know, it gives him a chance. Like we know he's going to have a chance to perform.
0: Last tight end available that we know is going to be the lead tight end on their team is Mo Cox. And I know what you're saying. I'm looking at the snaps right now. Week One, Mo Cox 15 snaps, eight routes. Kylin Granson, nine snaps, five routes. Andrew Ogletree, and that four was all snaps, with
1: the starters. Row. So right. It was-
0: Yeah, I will just say, though, I was worried about Jelani Woods when they took him, but then, obviously, yeah. I would
1: rather take Bellinger here, to be honest. Let's go Bellinger. All right, let's take Daniel Bellinger. And can we take the Denver Broncos defense, please? Because we just know we've got the easy start. Uh, I'm less worried about getting a kicker. I wouldn't mind getting the defense here. Because they're not going to take these tight ends. They're going to leave tight ends for us.
0: I prefer to go defense over kicker. We have... Drew Locker, Geno Smith in week one. Davis Mills in week two. We were drafting the Denver Broncos defense. Cool. Let's get that done. I, I dude, know, honestly,
1: right. I just love having the team that I just know I can start them two weeks and I don't have to worry about making a waiver or our move in week two. I, I mean, it's honestly part of my thought process. I mean, if we <laughs> can get when you're managing it. This many, you're, when you're managing this many teams, you know.
0: I remember, yeah, I remember last time we were drafting, we didn't have like a layup like the Broncos, and you were legitimately like trying to use that. Like... <laughs> I, I was offering some defense that like had a significantly better week one matchup, and you were like, yeah, but if we get this other one, we don't have to worry about it in week two. Exactly. How many squads are you looking at managing this year?
1: Uh, I, I haven't put a – I haven't capped it to say for sure yet, but probably 25 to 30.
0: Sheesh. I'm
1: probably – well, you're, you're, you're going to be half of them. So oh, no. I was about to say, I'm going to be at least 15 or so then.
0: So, yeah.
1: <laughs> but it's oh, good. Like, I'll, I'll have you to help me. Um, You know, and when you can split it with someone and you know, you're know you on the same wavelength with someone, it makes it just makes things a lot easier. All
0: right. I'm not going to wait round 19 and 20 before we start breaking any of this down. So let's do our. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and let's start doing it. And then we'll take our kicker with the last pick. I'm going to go through our team. Dwayne, you take a look at the rest of them and nominate. Okay one or two that you find pretty great. So starting out of the one-on-one took Christian McCaffrey. We got our next running back in round five with Brees Hall. That is basically where we consider kind of the end of running backs that we're willing to draft at that point. Dead zone for a good bit after that got our third running back, James cook in round nine, got him before guys like Melvin Gordon, Damon Harris. It was, it was between James cook and Kadarius Tony because we were able to get Hopkins to follow to us. We decided to go with cook. Also got Jamal Williams in round 13. One of these, you know, risks we made, you know, passing on tight ends here for a bit, but ultimately Jamal Williams, he just, he was the last running back this late in the draft. Still going RB 54. Haven't even seen the hard knocks bump affect this guy yet. He he has the again potential workload and handcuff value of guys going literally rounds earlier. I mean, the fact that Rashab White went in the middle of round 10 and Jamal Williams went, you know, early part of round 13, true madness. You can even argue Jamal's like not that much different than Melvin Gordon potentially at this point. I won't but you could imagine Trey Sermon round 17 with the hype and stuff going on. One and one more running back appropriate spot to get him. Got our only quarterback Kyla Murray in round seven, only need one quarterback in redraft formats. Okay. If you don't get your first quarterback until it's like the Derek Carr range, maybe you do want to pair him with someone else, but honestly, even Derek Carr, like I, I, I would say Justin Fields is like the last quarterback that I would feel comfortable with being my only quarterback. I wouldn't feel that strong about it, but that's my point. You really don't need another quarterback and redraft more times than not. You can, they, they will be available on the waiver wire at wide receiver. T. Higgins, Tyreek Hill, Terry McLaurin, Adam Thielen, DeAndre Hopkins, Rondale Moore, Russell Gage, Tyler Boyd, and Isaiah McKenzie. It's going to be a battle to pick them every week, but we have plenty to choose from. Might as well make that strength, you know, inject some steroids into it. And finally, you guys like our team so far? Well, here's the tight end room. We have Brevin Jordan, Taysom Hill, and Daniel Bellinger. We'll be scouring that waiver wire. Maybe, just maybe, Dwayne, we get a little week eight murmur. A little rumor here about, ooh, Dwayne just hopped out. Maybe he just can't even fathom what I'm about to say. Rob Gronkowski perhaps comes back second half of the year. Maybe just maybe we're in a position to go ahead and get him. And finally, with the defense, Denver round 19, we'll see about a kicker in round 20. I'm probably going to let Dwayne handle that. So not sure if Dwayne purposely left me hanging, but it's all good in the hood, guys. I'm feeling good. It's a great day to be great. Hour 40. And I don't know if you guys have done one of these uh FFPC drafts period uh before, but I really would say, you know, I've gotten some questions just like asking about dynasty or people that maybe don't aren't in a fantasy league and just I don't know don't have the opportunity to. None of your friends want to get in there. I do think for redraft purposes, it's the easiest way to find. Just some good, you know, decent money leagues to get into, and three hundred fifty bucks is a lot. But there are other possible pathways to get in there. I particularly love the dynasty feature, just being able to go there. We now have Dwayne coming back in from his phone. I was just going to sign <laughs> off, man. You need to do this.
1: No, man. Hey, we got to see the end of the draft.
0: Oh my! Got to see. God. I got to
1: see what kicker you take. I got to see if I approve.
0: Did you? What? Did your computer die?
1: <laughs> uh, lightning. Oh, it a storm. <laughs> We have a storm right now, so the power. This is the second time ever in my life I've had this
0: happen. Okay. Well, I guess I'll sign. I'll talk about a few teams that I like in particular. I we talked we, we, about we kind
1: of we kind of talked about them first uh, earlier. Like it's still the same teams. Uh, I think it's Team Six. I, I disapprove of the Justin Cut uh, Tucker thing. Who knows what was going on with that? But I liked I liked that team. If you want to talk through it, um, I thought the I thought Team Twelve was interesting, minus Dalton Schultz. Yeah. And then even, and they, as much as we love Kareem Hunt, like they jammed Kareem Hunt in there after having that great start at running back when I thought there were still some receivers that they could have hit. And, and again, I'm never going to fault someone for Kareem Hunt right at that pick. So I think it's fine. Like who, if he hits, right. You're starting four great running backs um, because they started, if I remember right, Barkley, Swift, then they come back, they get ETN at the end of round three and then getting Kareem Hunt and four or five, six, it looks like seven, like on this little screen.
0: Team nine is also solid. I was probably setting my expectations a little high. I'm not going to say great, but I will say, I will say solid. Yeah. We'll go ahead and give the, uh, the honorable mention runner up award that we do every time to team six P we shorty, I don't know if I'm supposed to announce their names or not, but one in Rome. Cooper Cup, A.J. Brown, D.J. Moore, Rashad Bateman, smith Schuster, Devontae Smith, K.J. Hamler, and Taquan Thornton as their wide receivers. They went ahead and snagged Jalen Hurts in round seven, got Kyle Pitts in round two. First running back taken in round nine. I do like their running back moves, though. Damian Harris, Daryl Henderson, Michael Carter. Those are three guys that have at least a chance to be a flex player also got Tyrion Davis Price, Dearness Johnson, and Hassan Haskins, guys that are one injury or one trade away from potentially rocketing up the board. So yeah.
1: I really like the uh the Daryl Henderson pick. Uh, yeah. I like that pick a lot.
0: Yeah. And the Michael Carter pick, too, honestly, RB4. I I have those guys ranked right next to each other. I think they have very similar profiles, two of the handcuffs in that range where I've been willing to wait a bit over some of those lower-end RB3s, higher-end RB4s, because you have Henderson and Carter there waiting for you. Uh, Yeah, the Justin Tucker round 14, I don't get – they did have two auto-drafts, so I wouldn't be surprised if it was just like, you know, if they were streaming some uh, hilarious moment that forced them to draft Justin Tucker. Let's see three rounds before the next, the next closest kicker went off the board you're now going oh we're going to tour the mcfarland household this is oh yeah it's great <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: so yeah in the kitchen now uh gonna walk in it now i'm you want me to show me show you where the cat you know got you know stuck now uh <laughs> like, like here here's the cat sitting in the Oh my in goodness. the in the room, though, so yeah, <laughs> William
0: Fuller. <laughs> it's like Fuller. one of those
1: virtual tour- tours of your house. Fuller just went.
0: Yeah, uh, Team Six snagged him. So there you go. It's, good, it's so just, another
1: good pick. They know what the, they're doing.
0: The, the the rich get richer. Wide receiver, eighty-five. That's fun. There's a period of time where OBJ was going before Will Fuller and Julio Jones. What a freaking time that was, Dwayne.
1: Yeah, uh, man. Fuller in the last round, still. I, I know. I know we're kind of getting a little further along here, and like, is he going to sign? But I think we've heard, you know, already that he's just basically saying he's going he wants to see what Deshaun Watson does first. So, okay. uh, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. But at the end of the day, like, I just think about these things. Like, okay, Fuller sign with the Cowboys tomorrow. Where is he going in drafts the next day? But I think you have to ask those kind of questions yourself.
0: All right. Do you know anything about these kickers? Vikings, uh, Chargers, Falcons, Dolphins, Eagles, 49ers. Dolphins. Because Jason. They like...
1: you know, Jason Sanders has had really good seasons before, and All this right. offense Let's, is typically really it. good. Stop. This it. offense is typically good for. Kickers. I don't care. Just <laughs> you asked me. You asked me about them.
0: I just wanted a name. Then I you didn't
1: want to. Then you immediately cut me off. I was trying to get some good kicker analysis.
0: I just wanted a name. I did not want. I don't know that it was good. Time. I
1: was. I was just trying to get like. Okay. Fine.
0: What the hell does God have against me to turn your computer off and make me hit draft on a kicker for the first time? <laughs> this off hey all right i did it i did it
1: you opened this draft and you got to finish it so you were the bookends So, and with
0: that and with that we have concluded our fourth football guys championship draft hope you guys enjoyed seeing some of the thought process and hey i probably would put this as our fourth ranked team in the power rankings i'm happy we have three teams I i consider to be better than it still In my opinion, I think think we have a bullet in the chamber, Dwayne. I don't think we're completely out of it by any stretch of the imagination. I was saying when you were gone that, you know, maybe we get an alert in week eight that a certain uh, Hall of Fame tight end is thinking about coming back and we beat everyone to the waiver wire. We have opportunities. The fact, hey, like you said, man, if we get one tight end, it's going to be a scary team. So the fact that we have the scary team minus the one tight end, I'll take that over a team that's just freaking out of the picture. So still have an opportunity. Appreciate you guys tuning in, as always. For Dwayne, I'm Ian. It's been the PFF Fantasy Football Podcast. Until next time, take care.